Hello and welcome to the second and final part of Obadir's Ring. We are finishing the quest up in this episode. Um, so it's a little bit longer uh, than the last one, but it's just we kind of got caught up in it and, and lots of role play as well as really fitting in a new character and getting my cousin into the game to really make it worthwhile playing. And so really we'll be meeting back up with the character Gear and Tybor and we will be introduced to Jerry. Um, all those are played by my friends. G is my brother, and he plays Gear. Brandon is Tybor, and uh, my cousin Connor is playing Jerry. And so they will be infiltrating the Wizard's Tower during this episode, returning this ring that was lost and scavenged from a ruined caravan. And so if you listen to the first episode, I'm so grateful that you listened to the first episode. And I hope you will really enjoy this episode um, and all its content and especially just the finishing to a nice, quick little story um, that all these players made quick characters for and just really brought them to life and really immerse themselves into this world very quickly. So we appreciate your time listening. I hope you get a few laughs and enjoy the podcast. But yeah. So, um, yeah, Connor, I was only asking about your bard because he has counter charm. Well, I'll charm him again. Do What's you know he going to do then? No, you have counter charm. Huh. Do you know what that does? <laughs> no. Connor just, huh. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm here for the ride, alright? I'm pretty sure I <laughs> fucked this man's wife. Okay. So. Are you ready to start? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, perfect. Sorry, I've just been fucking with things. No, you're all good. Um. So. Last time, uh, where we left off, you guys fought among the screen grassy hill. Um. Well, let's start from the beginning. You both are related to each other. You are in-laws to each other because Gear is uh, was married to uh, Tybor's sister. And she disappeared in a catastrophic accident um, that later it was kind of deemed to be like, oh, something came through and, and a lot of people disappeared. She just being one of them. Uh, and so you guys have been adventuring, trying to find some answers to those questions. You guys have been adventuring together for some time. And both are very road-worn and experienced adventurers at this point. And you find yourself between these two towns, a very magical port city, and this vineyard, very rural landscape. Uh, and as you're wandering upon that uh, path, that road that, that chains both these cities together, you came across a caravan that was robbed and shot up with arrows and, and many people were slain and upon uh, investigating this caravan you yourselves were attacked by bandits after making the bandits disappear you actually further investigated this caravan and found it to be filled with also many magical items uh, many things worth great coin great effects and you took some of them for yourselves as well as finding a ring upon a small magician's apprentice and as you 
found this ring, it spoke to you and told you that this is Obadir's ring that needs to be returned to him at all costs. Uh, but upon accepting the quest to return the ring to Obadir, it binds you to a contract that must be completed in three days, or Larry will hunt you. Larry's a very monstrous beast. Gear accepted the the agreement, the terms of service. Um, so only Gear is bound to the ring at this point. And as you guys move forward, the ring guided you guys to Obadir's living quarters, you presume. It took you to a floating tower that was hidden behind an illusionary wall that kept it hidden from view. As it stood up there, you walked through this illusionary wall that showed this giant tower floating in the sky, resting over an old ruined um, keep underneath, uh, where you found these magical statues and stone that was humming a melodic tune and you found out that the key to actually unlocking and probably accessing the tower was to arrange these statues to mimic the melodic pattern coming out of the stone upon doing that the bandits came back around hunting you guys probably following you looking for an opportune moment uh, to get the jump and attacked again, this time with more tenacity than they did last time after kind of getting a gauge of your strength. Gear, I only hit like... Did you go fifth gear? I think he went fifth gear. Yep, just five. It went to five after taking like six arrows. It no, gained, gained immunity to the poison. Literally, you and Gypsy Danger felled, I think, like four people... Just barbarian doing barbarian yeah. things. Tybor killed, came in once he finally got his footing and was able to actually see, was able to knock out quite a few of the bandits as well. He shot a grenade out of the sky. And afterwards, you guys actually got some good loot from the bandits as the bandit leader had some uh, magical weapons, some magical short swords and all that uh, good stuff. And that's kind of where we pick up, really, is you guys claiming your rewards and now just need to push the stones back in together while our um, player three adventurer has found himself uh, on the wrong end of a wizard. And uh, we will get to him shortly after you guys just... Um, get the stones in place we will see our player three who is now residing in the tower as punishment to the wizard for a wrong he did or not wrong it could have been a petty feud yeah so with that tybor gear it's you guys looting some corpses there's also fire around lots of fire Um. All right, a gear. Um, reckon we uh we get these statues put in the right place, and uh we um pick up a little bit of anything that we think is salvageable, and then uh head on in. What do you say? Right, old Tybor. Just and then uh, gear kind of drops to his knee for a second as this like hot steam is still kind of pouring out of his uh, his body. Uh, the vents kind of close up and he kind of collapses back down and his little ticker goes down to gear three and it's just and he kind of hits the hits his knees like 
I'm all right, Tybo. I just, oh, Jiminy, I just need a, just need a second. Um, whenever, whenever I see you kind of go down to a knee, I'll kind of jump over there real quick and try to catch you. And uh, you're hot to the touch. I'll kind of, oh, oh shit, uh, a little bit. And uh, I'll kind of, I'll try to try to support you if I can, but um, try to try not to touch you on the on the steamy parts. Oh, oh, thank you, Topo. I just, oh. and you kind of, I start like taking some of the arrow shafts out, just like one at a time. And the magical metal kind of like forms back, is kind of pushed back. And there's still like a slight little dent. It's kind of like whenever you take a dent out of a car, you can still kind of see it, but mm-hmm. you know, it's mostly gone. Yeah. Oh, oh um, thank you. Oh, I think, yeah. Uh, Let's take a little. Let's take a little breather here for a second and uh, kind of collect ourselves. Make sure that we're uh, make sure we're in uh, in fighting shape. I wouldn't want to wouldn't want to walk into a, a wizard's lair and uh, ask for favors without being prepared to give some. You know. Well, uh, I think that's some wisdom right there, Tabo. I do. Uh, and I'm gonna go over to Gypsy Danger and kind of bring her back away from the fire and we're just going to kind of lean against this rock here for a second and I would like to take a short rest if we can. Okay. While you guys take a short rest, um, Connor, can you make me a perception check? I would love nothing more. Perception, you say? I'm very perceptive. Yeah. 16 plus 0. Okay, that's really good. So first of all, Connor, you're in this room. Uh, and you're kind of looking down my bed. Your character, he's very small. That is a uh, cool room. I haven't switched over. On I need to move you. I, I, I apologize. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I was getting ahead of myself. That's my bad. Are you child-sized? Yeah. Okay. I just set the double check. So you're like here. Two-inch Punisher, baby. Yeah, baby. And um, what's your character's name? He is the one, the only, besides his father, Jerry the Second. Amazing. A beautiful child. Jerry the Second, you look out this window as you hear the scraping of a gorgon's hooves and the hissing of breath as you realize that the other animal statues in here are not of bone but of petrified stone um and the gorgon is sniffing you out you are right now outside of its vision and you peer out as you are like hundreds of feet in the air and you look down and you see what looks like people down there down at the entrance that could help you also a couple horses some fire there's smoke billowing it's a beautiful sight oh i bet it is How high up am I? Like hundreds of feet. Oh. Well, jumping's not an option. It is an option. Always an option. 
That's always an option. Huh. That's only 20 D6. It's 20. I got 59. So that might, might kill you. Did you say Jerry the second? Yeah, Jerry the second. Oh, well, that takes a minute, so that's not happening. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna call it, cast a vicious mockery at it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say Go for it. Go away. Uh, yeah. It's so, uh, as you turn to look at it, it is a giant metal ball with these giant twisted horns of iron. It sits there. Its back plate is spiked almost like a dragon's tail. As it does, it scrapes its hooves as you begin to tell it to go away. Um, I gotta make a wisdom saving throw. I believe so. Okay. Yep. Come on, baby. I rolled a 18. Yep, yep. He, uh, yeah, he passes. And it takes its whole movement to charge at you. Uh, and by movement, I mean turn okay 15 20 25 30 35 40 45 50 55 bam oh lord and it sits there and it breathes heavily in front of you as you guys are sitting during your short rest you hear nothing other but you see this puff of gas come out the window of the tower uh so we can see the tower oh yeah it's right above you like you saw it when you came out of a that's that floating tower from before yeah it's literally above you guys that's what you're trying to access right now righto yeah so and that's what you see right now connor we'll come back to you and what's going on with the the gorgon in a moment i would love to yeah how's your guys short rest going it's going pretty relaxing right now that's that's what i needed right there tybor feel a little better now why don't we uh i'll say let's check out what these what these clowns wanted from us and see what they might have on them shall we I, my my brain is like it just defaults to copy mode, and so I'm like indubitably, and then I'm like, no, 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 hang on, hang on, that's not this character. I'm like, no, hang on, and so I'm like, okay, let me let me get that fixed. So, <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, I think that's probably about the right thing to do. Let's uh, let's check these. Check these guys and uh, see see what else we can find. So um, I have down in my notes that we found the hand crossbow plus one, um, two plus two short swords, uh, and three bolts. Uh, one of stinking cloud, one of hold person, and one of blindness. 
mm-hmm. um, and they all have a DC 15 saving throw with con, right? Uh, they're DC 15 saving throw, and it's relative to whatever the spell is. So, like, blindness oh, right. is con, hold person's wisdom, right on. Uh, stinking cloud is a con save. Gotcha. Yeah, wasn't one of those are grenades? Yeah, yes, you, you did find a grenade, that's right. Um, it was a stinking cloud grenade. Um, ah, ye old stink bomb, that is. Yeah. So we we saw most of these fellas using bows to tra- take shots at us and everything, but none of them had a uh, none of them had any like big swords or heavy weaponry or anything like that. Oh, Not- healing potions of some type. Uh, you find among them a greater restoration potion, and uh. I'm going to roll a d4 for you guys. Four. I rolled really good. Four greater healing potions. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. Um, now that's the stuff right there. Because yeah. oh. when you pick up the greater restoration, it is just this beautiful light uh, cyan blue color or cyan. I don't know. But it's that color of blue, and it bubbles with this white mixed into it and highlights, and it, it shines, and it's almost, uh, it's always cool. Despite the warm weather, it's it's refreshingly cool to the touch. Uh, the greater healing potions, they are a thick, viscous fluid that moves like honey in their jars, um, but has a glow that pulses like a heartbeat. Very good. Um, well, I'll take two of these potions if you want to take the other two. Um, well, I think I'm going to crack one right now. That's all right with you, Tybal. Oh, by all means. I take it and I pop the cork off and go to smell it as I used to. And it's like, you know, I, I think I can smell it. Maybe it's just um, a memory. I'm not I'm not quite sure. But hang on now. And uh and then, like a little, like a little gas tank thing, goes tunk on his chest, and he goes, "Oh, well, how about that?" And he like sticks it in his chest. <laughs> As you guys are doing that, Connor, uh, what's a greater before before you move on? What's forty forty four plus four? Forty four plus four. Reroll ones and twos. Reroll wasn't. I for, Was it you that did the max on him? I forgot who who did that. I don't remember. I, two, I don't think I've ever done that. I may have done that once, but I'm like, nah, just roll for it. You said yeah. 2d4 plus 4? 4d4. 4d4 plus 4. Yeah. yeah. You can get the max on them if you're within like the um, the Word of Radiance or whatever that spell mm-hmm. is that gives yeah. you a bunch of cool shit. It's like the Aura of Vitality, but... That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Connor, Yeah. you should have control of your character. What would you like to do with your turn? Because you're, like, sitting there, and the thing comes up to you, and, like, we flash down to the guys below, and you see Gear is like, oh! (laughs) And then it comes to you with this giant metal ball Uh, in front of you, breathing gas. I'm gonna cast Polymorph. (laughs) Okay. So, make a wisdom save. What's a gorgon? It's a monstrosity. That's a creature. 
I was, making sure it, I, I was making sure it wasn't a construct. I would <laughs> hope not. Yeah. Uh, what do I got to make? A 14. Now, That's... is it an unwilling creature? Yeah. Oh. Never mind, then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Gorgon doesn't want to be. What do you mean he doesn't want to be turned into a snail? <laughs> I was just asking. I was just asking. So, uh, wisdom save? Yep. I rolled an 18 plus one. Silvery barbs. <laughs> so there's a house rule. There's a house rule about silvery barbing your own spells, but we can talk about that later. Can you silvery barb your own spell? Yeah, it's your reaction. So it's his That's turn. You can technically do it. We just um yeah. Because it's kind of a potent spell, I've already, I've always like house ruled where uh, I don't silvery barb my own saving throws. I always save it for other people's. But well, yeah, this but you're is a like desperate moment. I, like, I was uh, reading the uh, description that said you magically distract the triggering creature and yeah. <laughs> turn its mo momentary uncertainty into encouragement for another creature. Here's yeah. the thing: well, you rulings, give yourself advantage. rulings aside, uh, Brandon, you're a respectable human being. Sometimes Connor is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you can rules as written. You can silvery barbs your own saving throw. You I got to cast a spell yeah. and use your reaction yeah. to make them roll again. So it basically puts them at disadvantage for the roll. I got a thirteen. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I I imagine your character says that. I'm, as the gorgon starts to shift and get crushed into this snail-like form, and it just sits there before you, and as it turns into the snail form, it has lost zero of its tenacity. It's still going for you. <laughs> well, you said there's windows behind me? Yeah. I would like to break the windows. Okay. And yeet this snail out the window. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you eat the snail out the eat window. The snail through the window. Through the window. For mechanic purposes, this is important. <laughs> it's not like a glass window. It's like an open, open window. Oh, it should be a glass window. <laughs> it should be a glass window, Jim. You know what? It is a glass window. <laughs> So the reason this is important, the reason it needs to take damage is no, no, no. Because... I'm sticking with my original ruling. I was sticking with because the thing is, is that the gas already came out the window. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Does damage carry over in polymorph? Let me read this. I'm reading it right now. I don't think that is the case. I don't think it is either. The target so... as soon as the hit points is. Any excess damage carries over to its normal form. Yeah, there it is. Any excess go. damage carries That's over. That's what we needed. Oh, thank God. All right, so the boys. The snail with one hit point. <laughs> Roll goes, me. Wee! All right. I need 20d6. 20d6. All of us need to roll 5d6. Okay. All of us roll 5d6. 5d6, huh? Each of us? Each of us. Where this is group participation. This is my big. Oh my god, play. I did really good, guys. I got all sixes. How about that? <laughs> oh, <my laughs> <God. laughs> oh my gosh, your greater healing potion 
didn't work. <laughs> it was sugar. <laughs> it's clogged the cogs. Ah, it ah. was diesel, not gas. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, I need to get my calculator. This is a lot of damage, boys. I did 20 points of damage. Brandon. Uh, I did 22. 22. What the fuck? Gee, what did you do? 24. Oh my god. Nice. Connor, what did you do? 16. (laughs) (laughs) It was a hard effort out there, team. Uh, I... As you guys are sitting down at the bottom... Of congratulations. Uh, what's your character's name again? Jerry. Jerry. Jerry Jr. Jerry the second. You succeeded this triumphant uh, cause. I'm very proud of you. Um, you might have fucked over the team though. It's okay. As you guys are in the midst of your short rest, a snail falls from the sky and lands. Right in between you. As it does, it breaks on impact. It just, the shell, (laughs) it cracks. And then it starts to grow. As it grows, you see it. One hoof pops out. Metal hoof. And then the head of a gorgon. And it turns into a full gorgon as it gets up. Um, Roll me initiative. Shite. Never a break around these parts. Um, How'd that get there? <laughs> yeah, as this happens, um, I would like to uh, hear the slight, <laughs> slight whistling and be like, what's that? And like, I've got pretty good reaction speed. See a snail falling and be like, oh, that's a weird sight. Splat. And then just scream. Just... <sighs> What the fuck? So, there you go. Alright. Initiative is pretty good, though. That's good. That's really good. I'm sorry, guys. I wouldn't be. That was a beautiful moment. This is D&D. I am not on my horse. (laughs) Yet. I was short resting. I was sitting on the ground. Prone as a little motherfucker. Not on the high ground, were you, Tybal? Nope. Uh, that's where I usually like to be. But, so uh, it's at uh, it comes up. It's wounded. It's bloodied for sure. This thing is not at full capacity. It's waking up out of snail form, and it realizes its prey is gone. But you guys will do just fine. Um. So what was that for initiative? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Well, by Jove. By Jove. Connor, you find that there are no doors leading to a way out. Um, Brandon, what'd you say? 24? Yep. G? Well, I did. I did myself get a 13. Okay, I got a 1. Nice. Right. Yep. I like that. 
So, with that, Tybor, it is your turn as this menacing metal giant bull has landed, interrupting your short rest. Um, okay, so uh, one, I will complete my scream um, at the start of my turn. Um, to what size would you say this Gorgon is? Large. Large? Okay. Large. Okay. 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 Stout. Okay. Like the size um, of your horse, a little bit bigger. Okay. That is good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. I am going to. Okay. So it's any unmounted creature that is smaller than your mount. Not the same size or smaller. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay. I will... Um, I'm going to go ahead uh, and I will... I'll kind of like scramble backward and like, oh shit. And I'll kind of grab onto the stirrup of, of the saddle and kind of pull myself up really quick and right. be like, what the fuck and kind of as i do that um i'm gonna i'll i'll kind of um yeah that uses my movement so i can't really study um yeah i'll go ahead and i i do want to go ahead and get on my horse though just because that's uh that's where i'm the most comfortable um and so um i'll go ahead and move up to the creature um mm -hmm. and i will take my first attack oh yes this does work okay good um okay i do not have advantage but i do have that's not very good okay um that's a natural one uh so i don't imagine that hits silver bobs <laughs> no he gave it to himself <laughs> silver bobs <laughs> he gave the advantage to himself um, he okay, gave so... you guys the gorgon it's different yeah that's true so um so i i'll swing with my main hand and like obviously like absolutely whiff um mm -hmm. i'm still like kind of out of breath from screaming um and so then i'll go ahead and draw the second short sword and take an offhand attack okay and that is a um okay that is a 17 to hit that hits okay oh wait uh, that does not hit that does not hit. I'm sorry. That does not. What hit. if? What if? What if? And hear me out. What if? What if it did? What if it did? What if it did? I mean, it hit the ground pretty hard. It might have lost some cracks, you know. Uh, it it didn't no, though because the snail hit the ground really hard. <laughs> you took all the damage though. The snail had one HP. Okay. Yeah. Um, a, a seventeen did not hit. That is seventeen that's did not. A hit. little unfortunate. Okay, so. Um, I will, that's, yeah, that's a big bummer. Um, okay, well, that's why we like advantage. Okay, so then, um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have my horse take the disengage action. Um, and I am going to, give it to me, bop, bop, bop. And I'm going to, I'm going to hustle on over, over to, to here. Done hustled your bustle, I see, Tybal. Um, and I'll be like, 
uh, and as I kind of skirt past and around, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out to Gear and say, <clears throat> "Gear, don't bother. That thing's invincible. You can't hit him with anything." And that's gonna be it for me. Okay. Yeah, we're on to Gear. So, Gear. Uh, just for flavor's sake, he's going to, like, right himself up. And he's going to grab hold, and he's going to slap uh, Gypsy Danger on her ass, and she's going to get a safe distance out of here. This thing looks like it's here to rumble and tumble. So I just want Gypsy Danger out of combat. Um, And then, seeing that this attack just whiffed, and his second blade just cling. Mm. I'm going to shout, Tybal, steady. I'll keep its attention on me. You just do what you do best. And he takes a deep breath and he goes, Gear full. And he goes, ching, ching. And he kind of remembers how he did it earlier. And he goes, Gear five. And then the little vents open back up and the engine starts churning again. And I take, well, I actually don't have to. That's 10 feet. And I'm going <laughs> to reach. Well, hang on now. I actually have to read this. I want to do my Cavalier shenanigans. I'm wavering mark, that is. Um, I believe it does have to be within five feet of me. So instead, I'm actually going to, because it does the same damage anyway. It doesn't quite matter. I'm actually going to put the glaive behind my back and I'm going to draw my long sword, which is actually a katana. And I'm going to hold it. I'm going to versatile this weapon. And I'm going to take one step forward. Now, this is... I'm not going to do... Seeing that 17 was uh, quite high on the on the mark there, I will not be doing Great Weapon Master. I will, however just swing twice with advantage recklessly okay nice that's great um just so you are aware uh wielding the longsword versatile does not proc great weapon master that's perfect then <laughs> oh yeah it's not a great weapon thank yeah, you it's not a great weapon it's well not... i miss i missed the first one don't worry we got we got another attack coming up here that that's much better how does a uh Sorry, my math. 14 plus 8. What is that? 22. 22. 22. 22 hits. 22 hits. So on that hit, I am also going to give him an unwavering mark. So, when hit with a melee weapon attack, I mark the creature until the end of my next turn. Uh, while it is within 5 feet of me, the marked creature has disadvantage on any attack roll except May. Uh, and if the mock creature deals damage to anyone else, I can make a special melee attack against it on my turn as a bonus action with advantage and one extra damage. So. Okay. Right. Right then. Just normal, just normal unfortunate damage. That was a one. Oh, I re-rolled ones and twos. Why? Why buy and oh, it's a great to... weapon. Yeah. No, this yeah. is uh it's my fighting style. Yeah, I think it's great weapon master. Is it great weapon? Or great master? weapon fighting style. 
Is it? Oh no, did I misplay? Let me look. Primal knowledge. I'm sorry, it is just great weapon fighting. If you wanted to undamage with melee weapons wielded with two hands. Just melee weapons wielded with two hands. That is what it says. With the two-handed property. The a long great weapon fighting. Fighting style. The longsword doesn't have the two-handed property. I thought it was versatile. It's versatile, it doesn't mean it's the two-handed property. Yeah, you can still use your glaive within five feet. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well that's strange. But the flavor was cool, but yeah, just because you put two hands on it just means you put more force. The two-handed property means, like, you need two hands to hold it. No, like, it just says wielded. No, it says two-handed property. Not what? Not on D&D. D&D Beyond? Yeah, you must have the two-handed or versatile property for you to gain this benefit. Oh, there you go. Oh, there we go. Right. There right, you go. Then. You're all good. Woo! God, I've rolled a one, a two, a two, and a one. There's a five. We'll take a five. Okay, five plus fuck all. Uh, five. That's ten damage. And he's mocked. Okay. So I, I basically clang him enough, and the ringing hopefully brings his gaze to meet mine with these... I have like this white blue, uh, white blue ore kind of coming out as the steam's rising. It's like a I white thought, flame. I thought you have to use the new roll. I don't think so. Just says reroll ones and twos. You can I'll reread re it. You can reroll the die and must use the new roll. Oh, then it, then it was a two, so seven. Two was the new roll. I'll double check it. I will as well. Yeah. I just read the re-roll ones and twos. I apologize. Yeah. I'm not used to this. I'm going to run the dog out real quick. Sounds yeah. good. We're going to lose it. I don't mean to. Uh... Great weapon fighting. There it is. Oh, you must use the new roll. Even yeah. if the new roll is a one or a two. You are correct. Yeah. The second roll was a two. So seven total. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Boom. Rules lawyered. You got me. You got me. <laughs> Cleared up. Cleared up. Because I always thought that was weird that I was like, you could just roll continuously? Yeah. No, you are you are correct. You are correct. So just seven damage and... Oh, plus two. So nine. Nine, nine damage. Nine damage. Okay. With this hit, as it hits, uh, and you mark him... Nine. Uh, it cleaves through. You actually see that you make passage through the metal of the Gorgon. And as you do, it opens up and you see steam burst out of it on its own. And in response, it will turn to gore you as you are so close to it. Um, uh, let me roll a d20. I rolled a 18. To hit. Did you roll with advantage? No. Oh. I rolled a 21 yes. to hit. That, and I, that, that does hit. Yep. Let me roll the damage. This 2d12. Whoa. 
That's a D10. I need a D12, baby. You take 16 points of piercing damage as the horns of the Gorgon. After you slash into him, the steam bursts out. You see it mimic you is that in half? your own. Uh, no, eight is the half. I apologize. As you do, it mimics what you have done with your own steam coming out of you and the vents opening. The Gorgon does the same. And as it does, you open up one of its passages and it sheds and shears its horns straight into you and as it does you're able to catch them and stop them against your own armor they don't make it in as deep as they once should have on many other foes of a much softer material like flesh, flesh. yeah <laughs> um and uh it will take its turn to move uh five 10. May I have an, an attack of opportunity? 20. Yeah. Absolutely. It wants to have 20 feet of space between you. That is quite all right. I'm, this one will be uh, not a great weapon master. Okay. Oh, that was much better. That was a 26 to hit. A 26 to hit? Yeah. Yes. And 4 plus 5 is nine plus two that's 11 points of slashing damage okay at 11 points of slashing damage as you got above 10 points of damage you find that you do enough uh past this point of breaking you get past the toughness of this material truly and you actually cut off one of the armored plates of the Gorgon, lowering its AC. As it does, it flies off over into some of the rubble onto them, and you find that this is a much softer side to the Gorgon now entirely on its own, um, as it is backed up. With that, uh, we come back up to the top, which would be our boy. So, um, So it backed up. Did it, and it didn't like charge or anything? No. Okay. It looked um, like it was getting ready to charge. You see it start to do the hoof stomp and blow out its nose and flare out. Um so it looks like it's on the verge of charging. Okay. Um I'll call out um um Tybor, get behind some. Uh, he looks like he's about to make a run for it straight through you. Um, and I'll I'll go ahead and uh, I'll take my I'll take my movement and use my steady aim feature. Pull out my new little hand crossbow. Uh, and I'll I'll line up a shot. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try and put it right where uh, where Tybor just cleaved off some of that there armor. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm gonna try and jam up some of them little gears in the middle. Go for it. All right, let's give it a let's give it a whirl. Tybor, Tybor's kind of softened him up for me after he dropped out a fucking window. So, um, how does a twenty-four sound to hit? That hits. Now that that, hits. Not, that sounds like it hits right there. Alrighty. So, um, let me roll some d sixes real quick. We got a we got a couple to roll. So. Okay, we got five d sixes to roll, and then we'll add five on the or six on the end. Okay, 
that'll be 31 points of damage. Okay. With 31 points of damage. God damn. Um, 31 points of damage. You hit right in between the cogs, and you see that you have reduced its movement as it's getting ready to charge. As it gets in there, it starts to lock up its joints and it not move as excessively as it once could have. It is at half movement speed with its AC now reduced as it's trying to lurch forward towards um, gear um, in full steady. But you also see it starting to become more unpredictable in its own patterns as it takes this overwhelming force of damage into its system it starts to flare and the petrifying gas comes out of it as it does the grass around it turns to stone you see even the dead bodies laying around it turn to stone it catches up on some of the the flames nearby and erupts into a a cloud of green flame as it mixes together in a chemical reaction you see it start to become more unstable and if you were to get closer to it you would fall into the petrifying gas surrounding it um yeah we don't we don't really want to breathe that in um and so i'll go ahead and pull up my little bandana again um kind of cover up my nose and mouth um and then i'll go ahead and uh tabor knows he knows what to do he knows get away from that thing uh i don't think we right want to be right want to be on top of it um i'll kind of i'll kind of duck into one of these little uh into these little hidey holes right here uh so he he's gonna have to make a pretty sharp turn if he's gonna if he's gonna get to me and i i'm not confident he can do something like that um so uh i'll kind of i'll just kind of duck in there um and i'll have my i'll have my pony tombstone make a uh go ahead and take the dodge action as well okay noted so with that that is uh, Tybor's turn and gear. You are up. You see this bolt make its way in and and clog up the system of the Gorgon. And as you do, you see the same things as depicted before. Um, this thing is obviously very heavily damaged and starting to wear down in all its um, mechanisms. But even at the same time, just as you have your own uh, life within you, you can tell this is not all mechanical. This is almost much more monstrous than it first appears where behind all the gears and stuff there is still um, a life force that glows green and swirls and a black and green swirl of massive energy and life force that you can sense innately as it may also be something that may reside within you this now this gas so if i step into it is this like poison yeah, you gotta make a de- you gotta make a constitution saving throw. If I breathe you, it in. Yeah, what if you don't breathe? Let me read. I would say if you hold your breath. Well, the you're funny good. thing is, as a con- a construct, I don't. You don't have to. I don't eat, drink, or breathe. So you don't have to do any of those things to the gas. Right. You could give it a little little slurp. <laughs> a little taste test. A little taste test. <laughs> Let me open the little, little 
open where you put the greater healing potion. Yeah. <laughs> little, my little gas, little gas opening. So, seeing as it's like starting to fritz out a little bit, at first, there's a pang of sympathy. But it's quickly overshadowed by rage on how dare this creature pop out of a snail while we're trying to rest. Fair. And, and I'm going to drop my samurai sword to the side and I'm going to do the ninja run where it's kind of just clipping just the top of the grass and I'm going to charge it. Okay. Go for it. 10, 15, 20, 25. And I would like to attack. Okay. With much versatility. Does a 19 hit? That hits. Right then. And then a deft second swing. Mm, 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 mm. Does a 23 hit? Yeah. So just a run up and we'll, we'll see what this damage does here. Oh, that's a d10. That's a 6 plus 5 is 11. So the first one is 13. 13. Oh, bye, Joe. <gasps> that's max damage on this next one. Oh. So that's 17 points of damage for the second swing. Okay. Uh, you see it. You strip off two more armored plates reducing its ac with each swing another plate another plate exposing this very thin veneer layer of metal that's also this black metal but it has a texture of flesh to it it's almost as if it's made out of a silicone based very carbon based um form of life in in this it's it's not as true but the outside was true metal hard and stout and sturdy against many blows underneath would be its true form made out of a silicone based it's more smooth and textured it's almost as reminiscent of flesh but hardened to a point of um what some have viewed as is you know a more adaptable um uh, skin that's impermeable to disease and and uh, many weapons. So, with that, they take these in. The Gorgon, you can see fear in its eyes, deep into these just animalistic eyes. It's fighting for its life. It doesn't really know exactly what to do, and it rises up and knocks with its hooves and comes down on you with its um, uh, horns to gore you. Um, in one savage final attempt at an at an attack, um, do I have advantage? Why, yes, you do. Because I attacked recklessly. I charged first. Twenty on the first one. Dirty Not twenty. Oh, yeah, dirty, dirty twenty. <sighs> Made my fuel pump. And <laughs> and a, a twenty-one. A little high there. Yeah, that those those definitely. Those definitely do hit the old ten can of do. So I need two D twelve. Five seven plus five so ten so seventeen the half would be eight. 
Eight, um, eight more damage coming so at me. Eight more damage from the horns as they come barreling down upon your shoulders. It's not even a piercing. It's just blunt trauma as it comes down and crushes on your shoulders. And you feel your feet actually crush into the dirt and ground. And it drops you a couple of inches below where you once were standing. Jeez. Damn. Um, sheer <laughs> weight. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Just the hammer horn. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> And you take 15 minus uh, divided by 2 is uh, 7. And so 7 additional points of bludgeoning damage as it goes boom, boom, and your feet dug in. And like a punching bag, it dings you with both hooves as it does so. Um, knocking into you, denting your own metal um, flesh. So, with that, we're back up at the top. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, seeing this thing just like absolutely clobber into, um, and I'm kind of like seeing over the over the little stone wall <laughs> thing. Um, just seeing this thing just like rear back and just like hammer down um on gear i'm like well hot shit that thing's coming in hot oh my god that thing's angry all right um i suppose it's about time to mop this up what do you say tombstone uh horses completely unreactive um so i'll go ahead and uh i'll go ahead and use uh, tombstone's movement we'll come on out here um yeah i'm gonna we'll, we'll come on out and i'm gonna do Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do something pretty soon. Actually, no, we're gonna we're gonna do this. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh, use Tombstone's movement. We're gonna get all the way back behind it. Um, is there a way to get back behind it and flank it? Oh yeah, yeah. All right, that's what I like to hear. Um, we're gonna get back behind it, and I'm gonna pull out my two short swords, and I'm gonna say, "Avant-garde, you son of a bitch!" Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go for some slashes. I didn't know um, you knew Elvish. Uh, yeah, you know me. Um, <laughs> that's Elf. I don't I believe Elves died too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. So now, um, did we decide that um, that the pieces of metal coming off lowered the AC? Yes. Its AC has um, uh drop to a from a 19 to a 16 so a 16 would hit if that's yes. what i rolled mm -hmm. that's very good it, and that's because michael did above 10 points of damage on his oh um, uh, okay last two rolls dropped it to very 16 nice. all right well i'll take that where you, yeah, so essentially it's like what you once dug in, it's lost almost all of its armor plating. It it has nothing left to even be sheared off after gear has torn into it with his katana, and, which has been able to just slink behind the layers and rip them out uh, just through sheer force. And okay. you find that now you're not cutting through these thick pieces of metal, but that silicone-based metallic skin that is a lot thinner, like going through aluminum foil. All right. 
All right. So I'm going to I'm going to take a slash and I'm going to try and do like an upward cleave. Um, and I'm going to try and I'm going to try and line it up with like spinal column um, and like just kind of up through the shoulder blades area. Um, and that's going to be 30 points of damage. OK, how do you want to do this? Um, so I'll kind of I'll kind of do the first slash like that. Um, and just mm-hmm. try to just trying to kind of like what they do in bullfights where they they put like all the spears kind of in the in between the shoulder blades to try and get through to the heart. Um, so I'm going to try and do that. Um, and if I see an opening with the second one, I want to plunge it deep mm-hmm. and just try to just clog up those gears and stop it down. Dead. Oh, yeah. You see that as soon as it opens up the back, it rears and makes out this this mechanical horn of a noise. And the gas flows out of it, now dripping oil and all these other aspects of it. And you see not just gears, but past the gears down, you see the absolute center uh, centerpiece of this. It is a glass heart uh, within the Gorgon, and you pierce down into it. As you do, it shatters, releasing it, and you see all light leave the Gorgon, and it stops moving, stops jittering. All the gears slowly come to a stop. And as it does so, it collapses to the ground um, on its side um, as it is one side heavy, having lost most of its metal plating that kept it fairly balanced. Um, and since they're defeated, good job. Okay. Um, very good. So I haven't, haven't kind of plunged in there. Um, I'll kind of pull my hands out, uh, shake off the oil. Um, I'll, I'll sheathe my two swords. Um, and I'll, I'll just kind of say, not not you son of a bitch. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of hop off the horse and uh, I'll give the snail um, its funeral rats. Um, I'm not sure what creature it used to be, but this is one hell of a snail. Um, I've never seen anything like this. This is insane. Um, so, uh, talking to Gear as I kind of say all this, I'm like, Gear, you, you all right, man? That's how we do, brother. That's how we do, that's and then that's back to gear three, just like I pull out the other greater healing, pop open the old gas tank. I'll go ahead and hand you over my my other one, um, or the the second one that I had, so that way we both have one. Um, keep us so that we both have one on hand. You sh- you sure, brother? Of course, wouldn't want you to. I mean, if I go down, I want you to be able to get me up, you know? Right. Well, thank you. Of course. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll kind of say a little, I'll say a little, uh, a little, little uh, words, of, words of rest for this, uh, for this snail. Um, and uh, offer him some peace in his afterlife. Don't know what, what made him the way he is, but uh, I'll, I'll offer him some peace. Okay, hey. roll me a religion check, by the way. Yeah, of course. Uh, won't promise anything fancy, but I'll, I'll do it. Oi, Tybor. Uh, as I as I'm looking at this, gore, says a gore a gorgon. Uh, it's a snail. A snail. Uh, yeah. I mean, you saw look, it hit the ground. Looking at its contraptions and how it is, does this look any kind of reminiscent of the work that's been done to me? Um. Uh, you know that's that's interesting. Um, so my my religion, um, I've got a I got a thirteen on it. 
Uh, yeah, so with that, uh, Connor, Jerry Jr., you find a light beams open, and you hear the voice. You have no idea whose voice it is, but it sounds exactly like Tybor. Straight from the heavens and the light, and you hear his prayer come down on you as he oh, prayed God. over the snail, and you are blessed for the next 24 hours. It burns! <laughs> um, I'm like, I don't know who made this snail, but uh, it's obviously a tormented creature to go from such a harmless little thing into a, a creature of such destruction and, and vengeance. Um, I pray that may it find rest and may whoever created it also find rest and peace. Um, may they may they not make instruments of war uh, that just fall from the sky, casually thrown out of windows into passerby's nap time. Uh, that wasn't very thoughtful. Um, thank you very much. Amen. Here, here. Um, the yeah. light. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I'll kind of, yeah, I kind, I'll kind of take a quick look and uh, kind of answer in a kind of trying to answer Gear's question. I'll kind of take a look at a uh, at some Almost. of this handiwork and I'll kind of look at some of the armor plate and different things like that uh, and I'll see if any of this is similar. And while he Whoa. does that, I'm moving the the statues to their proper spaces while he does the investigating. Go for it. Um, that sounds great. The roll investigation for me, uh, with advantage. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, Jerry, I also need you see. to roll investigation for the room that you are in. Okay. Um, well, that's not very helpful. Uh, I rolled a four. Uh, yeah, you did not pay close attention to your sister's work, unfortunately. All right. It so like to you you're like metal's metal you know like it's yeah. a living metal thing you're a living metal thing looks Hard about the same yeah, yeah. all right um, I'll kind of I'll kind of tell him like yeah there's similarities but I wouldn't say it's the same uh, and uh, I'll kind of yeah I'll, I'll assist him with the last statue okay um, just kind of talking as we work yeah as the last statue comes into place you find yourselves teleported into a beautiful museum museum of um basically it's a very uh paleolithic in in uh origin it's looking at a certain era in which many of these dinosaurs and man once existed and uh, so you find even everything from mammoths to these um, dragons before they had wings, essentially. And uh, basically even bigger horses, like a giant horse. Um, and you find, and there's also all these beautiful extras within this room. But as you guys are teleported into here magically, the only thing of note other than these... Uh, the giant ornate gold laminated structures of art and the statues of bone and some places to rest and read. Uh, there is a small child uh, by the window that is glowing in radiant energy. Um, Connor, what oh, do you yeah. look like, by the oh, way? Yeah. 
Yeah, this is a good time for you to introduce your character. Hi, I'm Jerry. Uh, I'm four foot five, <laughs> two hundred pounds. Damn! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I'm a girthy boy. <laughs> four foot five with some two on the end of it. If you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Zinger. What race are you? Oh, tiefling. Baller. A 200 pound tiefling. My bad. Let me Four fix five. There we go. I fixed him. <laughs> He's wider now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Anyone got a snack? Um. Well, howdy! Uh, from the top of a horse, you'll see, you'll hear a, uh, you'll hear a, a man in a very cool hat speaking to you. Um, oh, God! Um, and the voice will probably sound awful familiar to you if you just overheard the prayer I said. Um, of course, I don't know any of that, but um, it's that way I burned. Oh, I don't. Uh, sorry, son, I don't know much of that, but um. Uh, I, I might have a snack or two in my in my pouch here, but um, what are, what are you what are you doing up here, little man? There was this gorgon, and then I turned it into a snail. That was you. <laughs> you wouldn't have happened to throw that out the window, there, would you? Have? Well, no. look, eyeball, the the damn window's open, broken everything. <laughs> That wasn't me. It was broken when I got here. Hi. 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 Best friend. Hi. Now, uh, are you? What would what, you say your name was? Jerry. You're. You don't happen to also be called. Uh, Ob- Obadiah, would you? My friends call me obese. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Look, I mean, you may be a little round, but that's just more to stretch out. I mean, I was a little chunk back when I was your age, but... I don't stretch. Hmm. Well, I, we're looking I could, for... Yeah, I could personally oh. recommend stretching. It's, it's quite helpful. We're, <laughs> we're looking for a wizard, and... I look at the pinky ring to see if the line goes to him at all or not. No. Like a little direction. It goes right. the opposite way. <laughs> and you, um, I don't, Tybo, he is, he is not the one we're looking for. I uh, could be. I need more friends. Um, don't we all? Yeah. Um, so, what? all right. Jerry, uh, Jerry, this, Jerry Jr., Jerry the second. What do you, what do you prefer to be called there, Schwartzstop? J2. Jerry, Jerry the second, call me Jerry. Just quiet. All right. Um, Not Mr. Jerry. Jerry. Mr. Jerry was my father. All right, Jerry. Then, um, what do you what are you doing in a place like this? And how'd you get tangled up with a well, gorgon that well, you then dropped upon us? Begging I your didn't pardon, drop the gorgon. Begging your pardon, but Jeremy, my name's Gaia. Right there's Tybal. He's riding Tombstone, and this here is Gypsy Danger. Uh, 
Now the introductions are all under. Oh God, you have a gypsy. Well, that's the horse's name. Oh God, a horse! Don't no, I don't it. think he's quite right in the head. Um, look, you're welcome to tag along with us, though. We're looking for Obadiah and trying to get this this ring back to him. We are. Yeah. What do you, What do you know about Obadiah? Why Why are you in this tavern? Yeah. I need a couple more questions answered. <laughs> well, you see, his wife get the two-inch Punisher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You thought I was round. How old are you? Look, let's get back on topic. I am on topic. <laughs> <laughs> on the run from Obadir? No, no, people me here. <laughs> um, so is this I, like your prison? Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. That was the best two minutes of my life. Every minute well spent. So you spent two minutes fornicating with a, the wife of a powerful wizard. And to punish you, he puts you in a museum of osteology um, with a metallic gorgon that you then turned into a snail and threw out a window at two Again, unsuspecting passerbys. I declined to answer the gorgon question, but yes, I did fuck his wife. Um... All right. Well, I think his wife might be a. I mean, she might be in some legal trouble after this if that gets and out. And I'll so say part of the she got punished. All right. Boom. Um. All right. I'm not. I'm not really sure what to do with this one, Gear. Um. I'm not sure that he should come with us if this is going to put us in a bad spot with Obadir. Look, we have an obligation. I believe that. Look, he looks like a child. By any rate, I know. Different races have different stages of childhood. No shit. But this one at least has the maturity of the child. We have a little responsibility. For what? Taking care of him? He threw a snail out of window. At least get him out of here. I did not throw the snail out the window. Look, I'm past the snail at this point. I really just need to get this ring to him. I'm, I'm under a binding magical contract. Are you now? I don't really like the way you said that. <laughs> um, do you know how to get out of this room? Or do you know where to find Obadir? Actually, speaking of that, Connor, with your 15 investigation, um, your eyes immediately found that there um, on this statue over here. You see that underneath it, because they're all on platforms, right? That's why I put these blue rectangles around them. You see on top of this giant skeleton of a horse. Um, on its pedestal, there is right under the plaque, it looks like one of the actual um, uh, boards used within this platform uh is outlined and you find some scrape marks around it that catch your eye that look like this may be a way out of uh the room also with the ring the ring is like pulsing a light that's also pointing towards the the statue or the skeleton it's very similar 
I turn around and just start kind of following the ring, just like Panky out, just like, just kind of following it. And I'll come here. Do I say anything? I'll roll investigation. While they're looking at it, can I cast a first level spell? You can do whatever you want. I would like to cast Disguise Self. Okay. What do you look like when you cast Disguise Self? A round, fat little Donald Trump. Okay. I got a 12. A 12? A 12. Uh, You do not find the secret passage. You know that this is where a secret passage is. This is where the ring is telling you to go. Uh, but you don't find access. And at, upon turning around, you see that the tiefling is no longer a tiefling, but a small humanoid with very uh, orange skin and uh, blonde blonde hair. <clears throat> and he looks like 70 years older. I need you to move. Right. I'll take a step to the side. Um, did I... I don't, I don't imagine I witnessed that transformation. I think I might have been looking around or watching I gear. I will open this. Um, I'm going to be like, the fuck? How many people are in here? Um, I'm kind of looking around for the child. And uh, I'm like, did he jump out the window? And I'm kind of like looking out the window a little bit. And I'm like, is that, that, that the same dude? Like, no, what? sir. Roll perception as you look out the window. You start rolling a little better. Um, that's a 15. Okay. Yeah, you see no sign of the child. All right. Um, okay. We're going to... We're just going to roll with what's happening here and just assume that the child is either safe or not safe and be okay with both of those options. I am the child, just a man of many faces. All right. Um... Yeah, that's not creepy. Let's go. This with that. is me, <laughs> Jerry. Um, I think I might be starting to figure out how you ended up fucking a wizard's wife. All right. Like I said, the best two minutes of my life. All right. Um, do I'm gonna. Get, do not yeah. get out of here. Yeah, that's why I told you to move. I've been standing to the side this whole time. Good. <laughs> I, I click the button. I yes, guess. it opens up a panel that uh, a normal person could crawl through. Um, do you try and crawl through it? Yes, this is you, my. You get stuck halfway because you are very round. I need roll, someone to pull me out. <laughs> roll a straight check to try and force yourself into this hole. Not the first hole I've been into. Boom, zinger. I got a nine. You're stuck. You're absolutely stuck. You're blocking the way. <laughs> it's kind of comfy down here. I think I'll just hang out for a second. Tybal, I think we're better off with the snail. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really sure why the entrance to the to the tower puts us in a locked room with only an escape hatch and a fat child that's being imprisoned. 
look, I'm just saying that's where the ring is pointing. Is down and the that's tunnel. Sad. Well, you ain't skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they- I just. I just don't really understand what. All right. Um, like, this just seems like if this is like a detainment center or something like that, like, there should be like an intercom or something that we could buzz in and be like, <clears throat> Oh, dear, sir, uh, we got your ring. Uh, we'd like to return it so that we may be on our way. Um, please let us out. We did not fuck your wife. Uh, yeah. I kind of wait for a second. I'd like, like to explore the room. I'm going to leave the little one in there for a second and okay. explore the room. Okay. Just to, like check the other dinosaur, see if there's an actual door. That... Roll perception. Uh, anyone want to help me look? Mm-hmm. I would, but I'm just comfy. You're doing just fine in that light. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 16. Okay. With a 16. You do find and this room uh, that where there once was a communication device it has been shattered um, broken uh, and around it you find odd writing and you find open a bunch of books within this room of along with all these bones and artifacts that have been dug up through archaeological study you do find that there are also many books and journals and passages on the archaeological findings in obviously this wizard's ventures into trying to find great magical artifacts. And in it, you find surrounding um, many of the books open to a page on a crystal of undeath um, surrounding it, but all of them have been marked with black hands and, uh, and marks of necromancy. Uh, Tybal, this this looks like your alley, mate. Uh, I'm gonna go pull the child out of the hole if you want to take a look at this here. And I'm gonna go try and pull uh, Jeremy out of the escape hatch. Wait, is it Jerry or Jeremy? It's Jerry. 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 Oh God, I was Jerry. like, wait a second. <clears throat> Just okay. Um, yeah, I'll kind of I'll kind of go over there and glance at the book and be like. Oh yeah, this is uh, some real dark shit. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, that's uh, about right for my day. That's about how this is going. Um, is, it, is it legal? Um, Roll history. So, not saying anything on you, Tybal, but like I know there's a fine line between like speaking with spirits and like necromancy and like what the orb of despair and doom yeah uh, trust me i'm with you um all right uh, 15 for history 15 with history it's not uh it's a well searched for artifact obviously the use of it is very personal it is basically trying to find its origins are within lich history um what it's many people that actually went looking for this typically were wizards trying to gain more power because it's such a powerful artifact um and obviously many of those wizards would love to have 
everlasting life, which is some of the reasons why many people strive to go into lich dumb and become liches. They live forever. They amass great power. This crystal was meant to avoid falling into the the uh, bad aspects of a lich. It, supposedly, that's the lore behind it. Being able to give you one more chance at life um, without um, the consequences of a lich. You know, like it would keep it would keep letting you come back, but you wouldn't have to keep sacrificing your soul for uh, with it you know such oh. as liches do so you also wouldn't get all the nasty decay and stuff as a lich like that that's the lore behind it it was a very well-to-do artifact something of great value um technically not illegal right technically. what was uh, the name of the crystal one more time crystal of undeath oh the chair mate just uh just a question i saw you you can obviously change how you look uh, perhaps looking thinner this and is then, it i get this thin and that's it i <laughs> i don't believe you <laughs> i've been around look my wife was a magical genius and so was his wife Boom, zinger. <laughs> Do you want out of the hole or not? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm stuck. Right, so I need a little cooperation here. Uh, she got some cooperation. Boom, zinger. <laughs> I'll leave you. I'm sorry, please get me out of the hole. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm going to attempt to pull him out. Do you, want me, do you want me to roll or yeah roll roll strength i got an 18 i yeah you pull them out you just your just pull out game is better than mine i need you to stop talking unless it has something actually pertinent to what we're doing we need put them back in the that's it put them back in <laughs> <laughs> give me that put them out the window now tyball 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 why would you say it like that Listen, I'm, I, not, I'm not trying to watch myself on this one. I'm just saying, he's going. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, I know I can get a little angry sometimes, but I'm not throw a child out the window angry. I'm not sure he's a child. I'm not sure that was just another face. What you're a respectful man. You're, you're not wrong, Tybal, but we have to give people the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Had you killed me on site, I mean, you gave, you gave me a chance, especially once we kind of explained the situation. I mean, I found you in rubble. He, you didn't pop out saying, "I have fucked your wife," or "I fucked this guy's wife." I mean, you did. I mean, you well, he didn't, didn't fuck your wife, guy. and he didn't fuck yeah. my wife, but he did fuck somebody's wife. Well, that's what I'm worried about. We don't technically know who he fucked. He just said he fucked Obadir's wife. We don't know who that is yet. That could be my sister, for all I know. Well, well, that'd be a twist of the story, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? That we're all entangled. You guys Indeed. are Eskimo brothers. Right. That would be weird. Now look, is this the only way out that we were able to find? Yeah. So now that means right. I can't take my horse. Oh. Yes. <laughs> but don't you just summon your horse? Yeah. 
That's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really gypsy danger we gotta let behind. It's all right, girl. You've you've carried us this far. You deserve a break. Wait, it, I got it's an idea. all right. What? What's your what, idea, Tybalt? What if we just? What if you just like punch your way through the floor, and that would arrive us at the next level? You know what, Tybalt? That's not a half bad idea, Mike. I'm just kidding. It's a terrible idea. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll dismiss uh, Tombstone, and I'll say, "See you in a minute, there, buddy." Um, How fragile does this floor look? It's. Uh... I mean, it's thick enough to support giant skeletons. Do damage. Damage? Damage. Well, you're not going to miss a floor, so it has a damage threshold. Well, you could also hit wrong, too. Like, it's not like someone's punched a wall and broke their hand before. You're like a barbarian. That. You're a metal barbarian. You're not hitting the damn floor. I'm a wrong. great weapon master at then, if we're going to be doing it like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, are you a great weapon master or not? Right? Uh, that's going to be... Uh, 23 points damage to the floor. You hit it and it does not make a dent pass. It just scratches the surface of the floor. Alright, through the escape hatch then. Jerry, make yourself thinner. I know you can. If I not, can. you're staying I, here. I'm not pulling you back I out. can fit, I, I promise. Mm. <laughs> uh, I will, I'll take point. Uh, tie ball behind me. Jerry, you bring up the rear just in case you get stuck. I don't want to get separated from my brother. Look, how about no, you go in nope. and then you pull me in? Right. Well, Tybal will be in front of you. And once we're both through, if I need to go back and grab you, I will. See, that's a wonderful idea. And if you say another comment about fucking somebody's wife, then we can just leave you. Right. Through the escape hatch. And uh, and Gear's gonna, like, crawl through. Okay. You crawl through, no problem. Like, your shoulders are a little too broad, but you just through it. Just like, scraping the walls a little bit. Just, just all the way through. Um, and you see that there's a portal at the end of it. A, a portal. Yeah, it's glowing, swirling. Uh, Tybalt, Jerry, there's a looks like a portal here. A portal, huh? <laughs> you saw it too. You would have saw it, Jerry. Jerry, you know where this goes. I totally know where this goes. Roll deception. Do I need to roll insight? Yeah, both of oh. you need to roll insight. All right, you got beat a twenty-two. Oh, I'm not. Be- I'm not beating that even with a natty twenty. It was a fifteen, though. I got close. I got twenty-one. Yeah, you. So you do. Yeah, you guys believe he knows where he's going. This well, where does it go? This leads us out of here. Yeah, but where does it go? Like, there's not going to be, like, gods at the end or anything like that. Nope, no gods. Except me. I'm a god. No, he's he's saying, uh... God. Sorry, he's saying guards. Guards. Uh, 
men with swords who want to kill the guy who fucked Obadir's wife. And those who, you know, protect floating towers. Yeah, he's not saying gods, he's saying guards. Uh, his accent can be a drop confusing at times, but uh, but yeah, he's, he's saying guards. You need that American accent. I don't know what that right is, mate, but... Um... Uh, one one thing i will uh i will question is uh you said it gets us out of here uh i don't really know that we need out of here i kind of think we need to find obadir so i have been in this tower a very long time does the ring point to the to the portal yeah the ring does point to the portal well tybal the ring does be pointing into the portal so all right that's good enough for me all right listen here jerry we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about it once all right, we're gonna, we're gonna make a deal. All right, I'm a very good businessman. Um, all right, we'll we'll see, we'll see. All right, here's the deal. Okay, you watch my back. I will do my very best to not stab you in yours, and I will try to watch your back as well. Well, it's not like you can miss. It's like hitting the floor back there. <laughs> You know what else I'd be hitting? Zinger. <laughs> All right, there's another part of the deal. No more, no more booms, no more zingers, no more godders, no more of that shit. I'm, I'm re- I, I gotta be honest, I'm in like an emotionally delicate state. My sister's been missing for a little bit. Uh, my brother-in-law got turned into a robot by a aforementioned sister. It's been a rough couple of weeks. Right. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, so I, I'm, I gotta be real with you. I'm not in the best mood to be listening to somebody brag about how much they're getting laid, um, or how much they got laid for two minutes. So, uh, let's, let's try to like, let's try to cap it at like one per minute. Okay. Right. Jerry, we're, we're here to help you. Right. And, you know, we, it makes it much easier when Tybal is in a good mood. If not a good mood, at least a complacent mood. That's fair. Well, my friends, I'm going to cast a third level spell called Motivational Speech. Okay. So, I address allies, staff, or innocent bystanders to exhort and inspire them to greatness, whether they have anything to get excited about or not. Choose up to five creatures, so I choose you guys. For the so, duration, the affected creature gains five temporary hit points and has advantage on wisdom uh, saving throws. If an affected creature hit by an attack, it has advantage on the next attack roll it makes. Okay. So, give us your motivational speech. For ten minutes. We're all just, like, on our hands and knees in a tunnel. Yeah, right? your <laughs> hands and knees in a tunnel. <laughs> And from, and from the back, you start to hear Jerry. Jerry, what do you say to motivate everyone? Hey, Jerry the second. <laughs> no, what's out there? It is freedom. And the red, white, and blue on the flag represents freedom. Okay, I will not be confined to these walls. 
we must build walls around our friendship. I think this is going to be the beginning of something very beautiful. Amen. Yeah. I mean, believe it or not, that did actually do the trick. I do feel a little bit inspired. <laughs> yeah, like my, like my knees and wrists are getting a little sore, but I do feel a little bit inspired. <laughs> and you feel that as he speaks the words, they're not just being spoken. The magic ebbs out of Jerry. And you see each word he speaks start to come to life and whiz around all of you as he does he speaks of freedom and you see horses and and a whole uh you see abraham lincoln you see (laughs) (laughs) you see you see a great river flowing not being able to be stopped by anything in its path knocking over great boulders and obstacles moving great trees impeding that once was a dam crushing past you see these just unicorns running across a valley when he mentions the walls you see great fortifications being built around your hearts just to protect and bind you all there and as it does he finishes his speech and it glistens down into a very beautiful sparkle downpour of colors that comes over all of you and gives you your five temporary hit points and gives you that resolve to resist and build your will to make great wisdom saving throws very nice. Um, so, once you what lose, did you say the name of the spell was motivational speech. Once you lose your five temporary hit points, I think the spell ends. Mm. Oh man! It ends for that creature. <laughs> okay. Well, with that then, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna scuba dive back into this into this portal. Okay, you scuba dive in. You see a flash of white light. All right, who goes in next? Uh, I... I'm next in the tunnel, so I'll I'll head on in. All right, you go in. Flash of white. <clears throat> Jerry will go next. Okay, Jerry, flash of white. Um, as you guys all do. You find yourself in, uh, I'm sorry, I need to grab all your characters. Except Gypsy Danger, you don't need her. She did not fit in the tunnel. No, she did not. It's quite sad that it was. Okay. See, I could have made a joke there. I didn't. I appreciate that. And the greatest man to ever live. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> like you could carry me, buddy. Fair. You got a horse for that. They don't think your horse could support me. Well, as isn't technically a horse, but I do I do see what you're saying. You are quite large. You guys come into service on top of this big teleportation circle, and you find a spiraling staircase below you. Um, and at, or not below you, but behind you, as you guys kind of find yourself in the middle of here. 
And before you stands a red-haired individual with a big bushy red beard with white stripes going through it, obviously speckled with age. Um, you see that he is very old and his eyes have grown dim and milked over. They have that milky film. Uh, his robes well torn, his hands, the nails have grown out far too long and are chipped at the ends of it. You see what looks like frostbite bitten on the tips of his fingers, blackened. And you see uh, across the room scattered pages of old tomes, and you see potions bubbling over in the corner as it fizzes up in the air. You see a dragon skull uh, resting on the table to the right, a small one, a dragon wormling and uh, a couple of cabinets that hold an assortment of ingredients and stuff to make potions or other magical effects, uh, as well as just typical medicinal, some tea herbs. And uh, with that, the room smells of many magical components. You mainly get the smell of rosemary in the air, uh, as well as sage as it whiffs around the room. Um, and you see him slowly turn away from his bookshelf behind him not really making eye contact with any of you as his uh eyes don't seem to be working in his hunched over pose um he seems feeble uh in his uh ways roll me uh so you guys can make me a couple of checks Roll me a perception check, starting. Oh, that is not good. That is very good. Got a 14. A natural 19. Connor, nine. I forgot to tell you, Connor, because you do have the blessed condition on ability checks, you get to roll an additional d4. Nice. That'll do. 23. Okay, uh, Brandon, what did you get? I got a 14. Okay, gee, I heard what you got. You you are distracted. I'm just quite excited that I think we found over there. Yeah, the ring is pointing, the beam is going straight towards this man, like straight yeah. towards his chest. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, Connor, your character notices immediately the uh that it's not just wrinkles on his face but they've almost all the wrinkles that have formed upon his face are actually uh blended in to be disguised as uh arcane ruins um and uh roll me and arcana check Brandon, you notice with your 14 that the books around the room, because of your own background of your class, are uh, not necrotic, necromancy in general. Um, gee, you're super excited. Uh, I raise a hand and I say, hello, uh, oh, but dear, mate, uh, name's Gaia. And I do believe this air ring, and I kind of pull it off and then show it, and I'm like, is yours. Uh, your old, uh, I assume, student, uh, Ginger, Ginger Snap, uh, 
he he did pass, uh, which was a quite dear shame. But his ghost in a prism that uh, my brother-in-law here. This is uh, Tybal, and this heir is Jeremy. Jer- Jerry, I apologize. Jerry. Jerry the second, and we here have brought you your ring. I am under a magical obligated contract to return this ring to you so that the monstrosity uh, Larry does not come and find us. More me, but those around me as well. So, us. You see him start to stumble forward and he goes, Ginger Snap, thank you. And his hand shaking, he holds out the open palm of his hands and you and you see in the middle of them they have been cut uh in in the middle of them um uh that there are just these cracks broken into his hands like working man's hands and they just holds them out shaking for the ring oh ginger snap i knew you'd bring it back to me uh oh you all you all right mike you don't you don't look so hot <sighs> the ring, ginger snap. Um, what that? Yeah, oh. I, I'm getting back to these uh, perception checks. Did you oh, want to do anything, Jerry, with your perception checks? Seeing these arcane ruins, uh, did you roll an arcana check for me? I did. I got a sixteen. Okay, so they are necromancy as well. Uh is what you get from it and typically upon the placement of them that this is old magic this is typically druidic dark magic that is found um from much more old ways uh a a, a ancient technique that embedded not the magic uh it kept the magic from fading it kept the magic discreet so it was always upon you and you could carry it with you but it imbued it within your own flesh you you took the weave from the external world and imbued it within your own body uh it was tattooing before tattooing existed it was tattooing without needles it was tattooing with pure raw magic into your body it was particularly dangerous um and led to the death of many individuals that tried to even partake of it as it took a great toll on the body um, and obviously causes severe side effects uh, throughout its own literature. It is an effect that causes blindness, uh, causes people to go mute, causes people to even lose uh, their magical abilities as a whole whenever they try to partake in it. But those that succeeded became well guarded from most other magics. Uh, it almost became a glyph of protection upon their body and allowed them to sit and not age as quickly as others around them uh brandon did you want to do anything with your perception checks in the books and all this so um being a little bit more familiar with uh spirits and at least communicating with them and that sort of thing um i've i've spent time speaking with spirits and and how the how the subclass works is that um, on a short rest or a long rest, I can basically choose a skill um, and converse with a spirit, and they'll kind of give me proficiency until my next short or long rest with that skill. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of the uh, the flavor of it is that like I kind of imagine that I, I like I kind of 
resurrect a spirit from the local area and consult them on what their field of expertise was or something like that. So sometimes it may be a long dead practitioner and they may, you know, teach me something about Arcana uh, or maybe a historian or a librarian, uh, maybe somebody who was just a, uh, maybe it was a barkeep and they, they were proficient in insight or something like that. Um, and so there's there's all kinds of different things that I could like kind of gain the, um, you know, gain proficiency with. But I've, I've spoken to many a dead person, um, mm. learned a lot of important lessons along the way. But seeing this much uh, necromatic literature anyway, um, and I don't recognize the markings on his face or nothing, but seeing this much literature on the walls and you know, especially back down in the in the big room with all the bones and stuff, um, I uh, imagine this this fella maybe maybe into it a little bit more than I am, um, and uh, maybe uh, maybe doing something a little bit different. Um, so I'm gonna I'll kind of I'll kind of speak up a little bit. Um, and I don't really want to talk at full volume, but I'll just kind of speak to, to Gear and Jerry. Um, and I'll just say, um, these are their gear. I don't want Larry on us any more than the next guy, but, uh, I'm seeing a couple of, seeing a couple of red flags here. I was going to say, uh, I was going to cast the message spell as a cantrip. Okay. And just kind of do like finger guns. Go. Yes. And under my breath, I'm going to go, necromancy, face, ruins. Okay. Roll a roll slide of hand, just for your whisper. With advantage. This um, so is this for me, or is this for Connor? Connor. Okay. So slide um, of hand with the advantage. Um, That's a natty 20. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and here in... The whisper and hearing Tybalt's warning, I, <clears throat> I kind of pull the ring back, and my little gear three clicks into gear four, and like it kind of like shoulders up. It's not instant, but it just kind of slowly does it. My face mask doesn't quite come up yet, but like it's kind of ready, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm a little more tense. Like, uh, oh, but dear, uh. Now, mind you, we're not ones to be trifled with. We are the slayer of snails and men. That sounded a lot cooler in my head when I said that. But... <laughs> I'm the slayer of his women. Zinger! Jerry, Jerry, what are we saying? Not helping. Not helping. Not helping. It, it's um, been over a minute. As you say that, you actually get a better look at Orbideer, and you it clicks with you that the Orbideer that you ran into was younger and his skin was smooth and his eyes were not milked over uh, with that white film this is a different orbiteer i'm just gonna flat out say it this is not the same guy my that i sorked his mom my mask (laughs) closes over goes I'm going to draw my glaive say and I'm going to toss the ring to him and ready myself because I'm still under a magical contract mind you so the ring must be delivered and I'm going to say uh uh here's the ring back 
and we'll be leaving as soon as you catch that. You catch that, and you see his hands definitely that were once shaky. It falls into those shaky hands, and as soon as it touches it, he lurches back. His neck snaps back, and you see that all the wrinkles that were hiding the arcana around them glow and fill in red and glow and burn across his cheekbones as they do in his own gaunt face. And as he does, you see this own monster crawl out of the um, uh, the old man. And it is basically a shadow of the wizard in many retrospects but also not it mimics some of his physical features in his form and shape but as it crawls out of orbiteer's mouth growing in size reaching out um this entity falls onto the floor with a plop and it rises itself back up um and as it does so uh oh that's not too bad uh, oh. it, it, <laughs> um, it's it's medium sized. Don't worry about. Oh, it. thank God. Yeah, oh, he's not large. He's not large. <laughs> it's just he was snapping to the grid, guys. Right, right, but, um, right. I want Orbiter back. My bad. He's there. I accidentally deleted him, but you know what I mean. And as he sits there, this black tendrilled aberration monstrosity shadow ghastly form uh, sits there and as it plops to the ground and it rises back up a light forms outside of it in the brief second of relapse and you see the ring in Obadir's hands shatter and explode into a burst of arcane energy I need you all to make a uh Dexterity saving throw. I'm going to roll with advantage because I yes. assume I saw that. Yes. And you see the same light burst out and then all the sh- shadow in this weakened state of this creature leave as the ring explodes and the light fades of this arcane energy. And you see standing before you a large demonic figure of unknown origin sitting there with these horns stretched out like the gorgon that curve out frontwards within it not up and they sit there and at the end of them they just have a small black flame lit upon them its eyes blend in with the rest of its body in this just sheer black form and it's similar to the gorgon it has this silicon metallic skin uh, surrounding it, but and you see it has no robes and its rib cage reflecting out against the firelight, uh, just showing its accent of its just very gaunt structure. Um, and within its hands, you start to see the light of great magical energy upon them as Obadir lies on the floor, also a victim to the arcane burst that is shattered out of the power of this ring. Um, 
With that, what were your roles on the dexterity saving throw? I got a 16. Okay. 19. 19. I have a 15. 15. Uh, Tybor, you failed the dexterity saving throw. No! Yeah. Uh, and you are knocked uh, prone. Okay, and I, I wouldn't have my horse because it is a ritual to resummon it. Mm-hmm. And it is... Uh, so, Tybor, you take 40 points of necrotic damage. What? what? And... Everyone else takes 20. Shite. I am almost bloodied. I am beyond bloodied. I'm bloodied bloodied, technically. Oh, did you not heal from the short rest? I did. Oh. Did you use all your hit down? Uh, not all of them. I used half, because you can only use half. <laughs> okay. But I got off for a... Healing surge, so don't you worry about old gear here. Yep. With that, roll me initiative. Oh, that's not bad. I, I mean, I'm bloodied, but it's not that bad. I forgot that... we had the, the HP. The temp HP was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. That's not bad initiative. G's like, it's not It's not that bad. I only... I got at least five hit points left. Yeah, at exactly. least. At least. Because that's the thing. G has looked me dead in the eye while we're playing D&D, and I'm like, hey, are you good? And he goes, I'm good. And then I look at his sheet. It says 7 HP, and I'm like, you're not good, G. Dude, that is not good. <laughs> that's not okay. Now, listen. If we're in the net positive, we up. <laughs> look, no, this is... <laughs> All right. Let's, let's do this. Yeah, how how are you guys feeling on a... I hit you guys hard. Yeah, yeah don't, don't you worry about us, DM. We're still the net positive. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. doing fine. Uh, I know his wife was doing fine. Boom zinger. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're back, baby. <laughs> Alright, um, going back into it, this wave of necrotic energy has fallen over all of you. You see it knock Tybor prone. Um, and with that, we have engaged uh, in combat. Jerry, you are actually starting us off. Um, as you see, Obadir lying on the floor. He's actually been pushed against the bookcase, and the book's fallen on top of him from the force of blast. And this now monstrosity standing before you, ready with these two uh, magical energies poised in its hands. Um, ready to be hurled at any moment. What would you like to do, Jerry? I would like to cast blindness and deafness. Or okay. just blindness. Okay, he what's needs this? to make a, a constitution saving throw. DC 14? Sadly. Okay. I rolled a natural 19. A natural 1, you said. I heard a one in front of that. Where's that silvery bobs I heard earlier? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Jerry J. Trump has nothing to lose. <laughs> silvery barbs. Okay. 
Now that sounds like a proper reaction if I ever heard one. I rolled Burn. another Burn. natural 19. <laughs> Burn the slots. Burn the slots. <laughs> but now you can give advantage to another creature if you want to. Yes, you can. <clears throat> that creature be myself. I mean, that's a fair move. <laughs> I will give it to not Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to give it to? Don't give it to me. I give it to you. Don't give it to me. I don't need it. He needs it. You see this silver ribbon start to come and float towards gear <laughs> after the spell. Gear, take it. It's how I got lucky. I don't quite know what you mean by that. Zinger. I would give it to Kaiba. He's the one that needs it. Please redirect said ribbon. Please. Yeah, take the backsies. We're going to die. Right here. He's, he's a barbarian. He has reckless attack. That's why he's saying <laughs> all right it's too late it's too it's late fine. the barbarian has yep, the, sil- the lucky that's silver fine. that's fine that's fine you're gonna need it buddy <laughs> right then um james do you mind taking um do you mind taking the horse off Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry, I was like looking at it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this," and I was like, "Wait a second, I don't have my horse." <clears throat> I'm gonna cheat if I have my horse. I'll Wait, can I have ten minutes here. to get my horse? I'll buy you ten minutes, Tyball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only need two. two minutes. I would, I would tell you know what I would say because of the time when you guys were talking and everything. Yeah, you would have had ten minutes to do that. Well, shit. All right. I'll give it to you. I mean, if I got a horse, then not damn. Who am I to turn that down? Here's your horse. Tybor's online. Tybor's online. Like I, here go. Because I think as soon as you saw like the the magic and the spells, and then like everyone's trying to make a decision and communicate, I think you would have immediately wanted your horse in in the game. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, like they're like, don't mind me, like we're drawn on the yeah. ground, and, like, <laughs> like lighting some... candles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Uh, yeah, don't mind, uh, don't mind me. I'm just like drawing stuff on the ground with chalk. You know, there's already out. stuff written on the ground, yeah. so it doesn't really <laughs> matter. Pulling out a horse yeah. skull, just like don't mind this. <laughs> yeah, slowly climbing on top of the horse indoors. <laughs> oh, but dear, right. can I borrow this? <laughs> yeah. You got any, uh, do you have any tea leaves? Oh, cool. Yeah, no, that, this is perfect. Yeah, this is great. Um, okay, cool. Then I am going to, um, wreck his shit, Tybal. Yeah, um, we're going to go ahead. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move, um, I'm going to move back around behind him, um, and, um, I will... Yeah, I'll kind of, I'll just, I'll go ahead and use the horse's movement to get around back behind him. Um, and I'm going to, um, yeah, I'll go ahead and take, I'll go ahead and take my first attack at him. Okay. Okay. 
So this is a straight roll that is not advantaged. Um, 23 to hit. That hits for sure. Okay. Okay, that is going to be, um, wow, those are really bad rolls. Okay, uh, that is, um, that is going to be 24 points of damage. Okay. That's a bad roll. Yeah, I rolled five, one, five, two, four. Um, that's pretty bad. Shit. For 5d6, that's pretty bad. Um, I oh. got to 17 plus seven. So Imagine getting a 16. Right. Um, right. So, okay, so then um, I will go ahead and use my So that was 20, that was 20 uh 24. 24. Um, sorry. And then Okay. Um and then I will go ahead and use my bonus action and take another attack at him. Go for it with the Come other on. short sword. Um, 22 to hit. And these are plus one short swords, so you're adding the plus these one plus to... These are plus two short swords. Oh yeah, plus yes. two, I'm sorry. Yes, and I'm, I'm adding everything to it, yeah. Perfect, just um, making sure. Yeah, you're golden. I have, um, I have notes from last session, too. I don't know why I'm not using those. Nice. No, you're good. Um, and so that's gonna be, uh, nine more damage. Oh, go for it, bro. That's good. Yeah. Um, and that is going to... I think that's going to be... Um, I will go ahead and have uh, Tombstone take the dodge action. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that is going to be... Yeah, I think that is going to be it for me. Um, yeah, I'm posted up so that he can get advantage. Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay. With that, the, the first slice digs down, slices across the back shoulder as you're on your horse and you come over on to this monstrosity. Comes over, cleaves in, and it's almost like it just cut through uh, like butter, really. It just whoosh, cleaned through and it just split the shoulder as if there was no tissue or sinew there. And then it just molded itself back into place. Um, the second... Uh, more of just a, a straight pierce went straight through the torso, straight through what would have been the lung, and, uh, and and it went through, and you felt like there was almost no resistance. It just allowed the blade to sink right through, and as it cut straight through, it poked out, and the monster didn't even look down at it. It simply walked out of the blade. Interesting. Um, does it feel like liquid or does it feel like slicing through like tin foil like something with just like really light resistance or does it feel like like going through water or like... it feels just like very light resistance like when you pulled off the heavy metal plating of the gorgon it felt like that like going through okay. a, a thin sheet of foil or in this case it would almost feel like going through paper okay okay so just a just a very light mm -hmm. zoop and then it just kind of kind of nothing okay does it seem like does it seem like my magical weapons are doing damage or they're doing great they're doing uh good damage it just seems to not react to pain like you can actually okay. Okay. see it pulling and it's it's not it's doing the damage it needs to do but it's uh it's not doing above or below so it's not vulnerable to the damage you're doing nor is it 
um, cool. underneath. But you do find that the magical qualities are probably what's helping cut through uh, a good portion of this armor that's helping to really cut through it. Okay, perfect. Um, then that will be it for me. Okay. So. Jerry, Tybor, big bad guy, G, Obadir. Mm. Um, so, big bad guy. Mm. I'm going to mm, walk out of the range. Going to walk 5, 10, 15, and go here. Um, and you can have an opportunity attack if you would like. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll go, I'll go ahead and take one. You and your um, horse get, get an opportunity attack. Okay. My horse doesn't attack. Oh, it doesn't? Um, okay. If no, it did have an attack, it would. Uh, it's just, um, Gypsy is the only one who can attack. Yeah. Um, that is, that's okay. That's good. Uh, 28. That was a natural 18. That, that hits. That okay. hits. Um, so this will proc sneak attack again. Um, because it is no longer my turn on mm -hmm. this, so I am rolling 5d6. Perfect. Okay. Um, so that is 26 points of damage. 26? Yep. Well done, Tybor. Okay, with that, you do get a reaction, but it's not a reaction out of the monstrosity, but you actually see back that you see some of the ebbing and web of this darkness of this monstrosity it uh this just force of nature this black mass of darkness pulling away and you see this magical connection it has to um obadir and you see a part of it sever as if it has all of these lines attached to it sever one of them and you see one of the black tips of obadir's fingers actually recede back to its normal color um mm. so okay 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 and it's just Sorry, for a brief moment the the lines don't stay there for like super long yeah. they fade back and in, in, in totally invisible they're not actually tangible even as they pass through you in his walking um but they are linked together uh, it would appear. And can, is there any way that I can like call something out whenever I see that? You want to call like a spirit out, or uh, or I just want to like call out to my companions. Absolutely, yeah. That's, that's um, just not a right. motivational speech. Yeah, I'm not gonna give a motivational speech, like, like this one guy. sentence kind of thing. <laughs> um, I, after I do that, and I kind of slash as he walks away from me, and I kind of see the like the tendrils kind of connecting them um and i kind of see his fingers like go from a like a gnarled frostbitten thing to like uh for just a second it's like um i'll kind of go they seem connected do we need to kill both of them i would love nothing more say again what i would i would love nothing more i've already hit that once with his wife i could do it again I'm gonna hit. You're gonna have sex with him. Zinga. <laughs> so oh, with here. that, uh, this thing does not run. 
it walks a casual pace across the room, leaving footprints across the room. Um, two blasts of energy come out of its hands. One targeted at ear, one targeted at uh, Jerry. Sure. Oh, fuck. I got a 16 on gear. Oh, man, my AC is 16. And I got a 14 on... Uh, 14 is this guy's AC. Damn. Can I use my reaction and take the hit for Jerry? No, he's not within five feet. But I can step five feet. No. I'm probably not... five feet wide. Like you are not close enough. All right, all right. I can take it. I've been impeached once. Damn. So, uh, with that, the these bursts of energy hit you, and it's just straight force damage as they crush into your bodies. You feel it bruise your bones as it makes an impact. Um. You each take 11 points of force damage. Ow. Mm -hmm. And with that, you see that it just pulls in all that uh, energy as it comes out. Uh, it just moves through it and it ripples through the arm. Uh, all this energy does and it comes back up to form another ball of energy in the hand of this monstrosity. And it just continues to walk uh over here are uh, using the rest of its movement uh to this bubbling alchemy table um and it begins to reach its hand for a dark crystal laying in the midst of the table so uh with that gear searcher Right. So I take this hit and just feel like the metal just kind of crank and it kind of rusts a mm -hmm. little bit. And I hit and when I handed the ring, did I hear like contract complete or anything like that? Like, do I know if I'm out of this thing yet? I, you don't know yet. Right. Well, I kind of take the hit and I like breathe for a second. I go get five and just kind of like cough it up and it just changes. And here, here's his little head. This is actually my last rage that I can nice. do. And he hears his little system basically tell him, like, like, system's critical. Like, maximum capacity. And he's like, not sure how much more this rig can do, Roxanne, but we're going to find out. And then I'm going to look this... What did I, I looked up some some slurs online. I'm gonna and I shout. All right, what, let me see. All right, you chinless wonder. Let's get this. One, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, and I'm going to charge him and do a great uh, great weapon master with the glaive, mind you. With advantage. All that good. All that good stuff. Uh, 
and I did not take half damage, if that is what you were asking, because I did not, it was not my turn to rage, so I took the full damage. Baller. Um, that my there, the first one misses. Well, what'd you roll? A two. Bruh. With advantage? With a one and a two. Don't, don't question me, Mike. <sighs> Alright, second attack is gonna be a 16. Oh yeah, that hits. Okay, okay. Alright. Right. That's yeah. a good hit. First one, whiff. Just like, slash through and I just... I'm well, like, you, the first strike goes... And you went like straight for the head, right? You went, you went whatever about the chin. And the thing is like, has his back turned. And as you whiff and miss, its hand's still reaching and it turns and looks at you and it goes, and it just points its finger and taps its chin. He does that. And I say, oh, right there then. And I do like a fancy behind the back and do like a swift uppercut. And I actually rolled max damage. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be cute. Same here. <laughs> uh, so max damage is going to be 10 plus 5 is 15. Plus 10 great weapon master is 25. Plus 2 rage is 27 points of damage. 27 points of damage. Okay. It takes 27 points of damage. You slam up. It cleaves up. You're using your glaive, correct? Correct. And he's and, also going to be mocked. Okay. It cleaves up past his face. And it splits it in half. And as it does, it's just a void. It's just black. Mm -hmm. And as it does, it comes back and mends itself together. Um, and again, it just points. Taps his chin. Um. And uh, with that, and I still have 10 feet of movement and I give, I look over and give Eyeball a look because I say he has his swords out and I'm going to say, come on then. And I'm going to just pivot around. So he's facing me. Okay. Uh, and I want to stand between him and said crystal. You'd have to get on the table to do that. I have 40 feet of movement, so that'd be my last five feet if you want me to do that. Well, I'm like, he's literally reaching for it on the table. Oh, he's reaching for it. Then... On the table. Oh, that's all I can do. That's all I can do, mites. I'm like... Uh, but yeah, the... Uh, his gaze follows you, though. You know, he found your hit quite... It was a good hit. He enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. With that, we're back up at the top of initiative. Jerry, you just got hit with this burst of force damage against your rib cage. Uh, um. Jerry goes, get those lights off of me. He's going to cast his fourth level spell, his okay. last one. <clears throat> Rothum Psychic Lance. Oh, I know this one, yeah. So he's going to need to make a intelligence, intelligence. saving throw. Uh, on a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and is incapacitated. But if it fails, it's incapacitated. Okay. Uh, 
I rolled a 13. I got a 7 plus 6. Oh. Well, shit. Yeah. Lord. 76, huh? How about that? Uh, there's six more. Seven. Hot dice. It's pretty good. Six, twelve. Six, twelve. Fifteen. Sixteen. Eighteen. Twenty-three. 29 points of damage. Nice. Not bad, kid. Not bad. An incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. That's tough. Do they auto-fail anything? No. They just can't take actions or reactions. Okay. But bonus actions, baby. <laughs> <laughs> thunder, thunder step. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thunder step or drink potion. Drink potion. That is my rage. Last. What if you rage, guys? What's your What's your uh? What is What'd you roll for damage? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Bruh. How you want to do this? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> so, do I make continuous saving throws, or what do I do? Is he just incapacitated indefinitely? Uh, no way. Yeah, it'll be a saving throw, if anything. What's the spell called again? Uh, Rothum Psychic Lance. The target must make on a successful save. It's incapacitated until the start of your next turn. Until the start of your next turn. There we go. Yeah. So, with that, uh, great turn. Uh, honestly, really yeah, strong fantastic. turn. As it does, what does it look like when you cast this spell, Jerry? It just looks like a wall. It's just a big pillar forms. And it slams directly into the forehead of this monstrosity. As it does so, it digs in deep and burbles down underneath its skin. Its forehead ripples under the effect of this spell. And as it does, you see the light of the spell actually break through in multiple areas. And especially come out of his eyes. And then you see its arms and the magic that once was held. These arcane bursts of energy held within its hands go away and diminish they fall down and just plop plop and then dissipate into magical mist um as it becomes inca incapacitated and uh you are a bard you want to inspire anyone jerry i will inspire gear because gear is struggling oh i didn't roll with oh i did use advantage but it didn't matter 
and I will say, we're going to dork this guy's wife, if you know what I mean. Zinger. <laughs> What'd you hit him with? A psychic lance, but it was a pillar. It came the wall. Psychic lance, gotcha. Yeah. Wins. We Dang. already we already looked it up. Yeah, I just hadn't heard of it. Oh, I had. I knew exactly what it was. It's a cool one. Sorry, I hate an apple. But Tybor, it's your turn. All right. Um, answering gears, uh, beckoning call over to. Uh, over to this side. Um, I am going to go ahead and um, first things first. Um, I am going to sacrifice my movement to get steady aim. Um, and I'm going to pull out of one of the little saddlebags, the bolt of um, old person. Load that onto the crossbow. Um, and I'm going to take a shot at him with that. I like that. Okay. Uh, 28 to hit. That does hit. The bolt sinks into him. And you see these chains unravel in a burst of magical energy form around him okay so um and then that one you said was a wisdom saving throw yes just like a regular hold person spell it's dc okay. 15 yep. i will make it and i i will make the check we'll see if he passes he's not the most wise of beings man I got a natural 16 plus one. Okay, he passes. So 17. Um, so the chains come over and the monster, even though in its incapacitated state, it just looks at you over there as you shot this bolt. And it pulls the bolt out of its chest and the chains break oh. around it and it drops the bolt. Yikes. Okay. Um, well, that's not good. Um, he do he does still take twenty nine points of damage from that shot. Sheesh. Yeah, that's that's good. That is good. That's that's not bad. Um, yeah, it's not. That's not. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. Um, um, and I will I will go ahead and um, using the horse's movement, I'll go ahead and move up to. Um, I'll go ahead and move up to the back of him, and I will take my bonus action attack. Um, can I do that? Hang on one second. Let me make. Did sure you use steady up. aim? Um, yeah, but I can use the horse's movement. Oh, no! Steady I meant uses, I meant to oh. do a. What is oh? Steady oh, steady aim, aim is a bonus action. Nope, yeah. you're right. You are correct. You are correct. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Um, yes, sorry. I apologize. Um, I was like, yeah, you study aim. It sacrifices my movement and a bonus action. So sorry. Yes, you are correct. Um, okay, then I will. Um, I will stay. Um, do I want to 
I don't think I do. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna move back a little bit more, um, and I will, uh, and then I will have the horse take take the dodge action. Okay, that sounds good. Um, and I think that is it for me. Uh, so he can't. Am I muted? No, you're good. Okay. Um, as he realizes he cannot use his action to grab this object, you know, he's just incapacitated. He does, he, under this duress, it actually goes to uh, get away. Five. I think that's his max movement gear. You do get an attack of opportunity if you so wish. You have I do, a, I do wish. You have bardic inspiration, by the way. Well, thank you, Jerry. Um, I don't think I need it as I rolled a natty seventeen. So that, that was with with great weapon master as well. So a dirty twenty. If okay, that as hits. You do, as you do. As you do. I say, Oi! Where do you think you're going, mate? And I'm gonna bop him on the head for a solid 20 damage, I am. Alright. Alrighty then. 20 damage? Yeah, and I, this one I think is just one of those, like, hold uh, it kind of on his gut and just kind of drag it across as he tries to walk away. Yes, yeah, you just catch him on the side with the with the head of the glaive as it does it slices into him. He just walks through the blade entirely casually and it walks and it causes him to walk awkwardly to the side as it ripped open his side and it formed itself back and you find him walking towards this center and this diagram that replicates the tower. Mm. Um so uh and now it is your turn, Gear. So, as I kind of raked him across his ribs, Gear's breathing hard. He's like, he's 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 reaching maximum output here. He turns and looks at this this cocky wanker. He's had about enough of his his shit walking around like he owns the place. So he's gonna five, ten, fifteen. 20. He's gonna run up to him. Let me see if I can do this correctly. He's gonna as he's walking, he yeah, I think we could do that. We may as well, right? My bonus action. Second wind. Give myself a maximum uh, extra little hit die here. That was nice. Uh, so that is a D10 plus constitution, am I right? I believe so. It's D10 plus fighter level. Plus fighter level. So that would be three. So 13 extra. We'll take it. You know, we'll take yeah, it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. I like to imagine that your inner monologue of your wife's voice is like overheating. Overheating. <laughs> cooldown activated mm -hmm. and just this steam is kind of like rising out as I'm like stalking towards this this lake yeah 
just heavy steps the whole entire way. Whoa. What was right. that? Don't worry about it. What was that? What was that, Jerry? Easy, easy. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry just doing Jerry. some math. Don't worry. Jerry, Jerry, how did you do that? I'm going to uh, uh, roll to attack while Jerry is not doing anything. It's the paintbrush, right? Yeah. No, it's the it's a ruler. Does 18 hit? And then you change it from yes, line to circle. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and roll my second attack. Uh, that's going to be another two 18s. So I'm just going to come up and just wally mop him in his mug. And just heavy hits. Like, this is no martial art. This is just straight, just boom. Pick it like just like an axe. We're just like, we're just boom. chopping wood. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, just chopping wood, mites. And as I'm doing it, that's a four plus ten is fourteen plus that's five a zinger. is nine. That's twenty-one. <laughs> uh, so twenty and twenty-one damage. Twenty-one nice. damage as he come down with the first strike. And as I'm hitting him, I said, "Oh my life." People be telling me what I can and can't do as this little voice is telling me I'm at maximum capacity. <laughs> you can't marry the prettiest woman. You can't tame the damn horse. Well, guess what? I fucked his wife. Fuck them and fuck you. And, I, and I'm going to grab the little dial and I'm just going to kind of shove it to the side and it's just blank. And then it starts glowing. And I wrote this down, actually. Yeah, we saw it. Mm -hmm. But Connor hasn't. So there's a little gash on my chest that has the numbers. And it glows red. So I was glowing like a blue-white. And I glow red. And then the five also glows red. And the little voice doesn't say it. Gear says it. And he just says, sixth gear. And I would like to accent surge. Okay. And instead of attacking, when I say fuck you, I'm going to put my hand on his chest and I'm going to unload four D6 of a fireball and unload the last of the necklace of fireballs on him. <laughs> uh, what's that radius again for fireball? What's the radius for fireball? 20. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Connor, make a saving throw. G, oh, make Lord. a saving throw. And I will make a saving throw. I'm going to go ahead and assume I saw this one coming. <laughs> yeah. What type of save? Dex. Dex. Oh, and he is also mocked. Yeah. Again. I, I got a dirty 20. Nice. That'll do, mate. You're going to need it. That's 17 points of fire damage. That's 4d6, correct? Is that right? No. No? It's like you 6d6. Upcast yeah. It's 8d6 so normally, and you oh. upcast it to... You did it 4 levels above? Yeah, you did it 4 levels above. Oh my god. So 4 so more? You, you, no. had three, you had 3 more d6. So I rolled 4d6. It's way more. It's 8d6 you... plus... 
Four. You do 12 plus D6. Three more. 12 yeah. D6. Okay, so 11, 12, 17 for four. I was like, I don't know how you got 17. Uh, 23, 26, 29, 31, and then the last set. Sorry, 32. My bad. 32. Ooh. Plus 6 is 38. Plus 6 is 44. Plus 5 is 49. Plus 1. That's an even 50 fire damage. 50. And I'm going to take about <laughs> off that because I rolled not too shabby myself. What's the save? Ooh. That's a like, good question. Uh, like, what's the DC on the necklace? Yeah, it is a 15. Okay, everyone succeeded if they got above a 15. I So the monster succeeded. That's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Can I Bardic Inspiration that and minus it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. no. Uh, depending on, depending on, uh, on Jerry's subclass, he might have a feature that lets him subtract with Bardic Inspiration with a reaction, but I don't. What, what subclass are you? Uh, Jerry doesn't even know. I don't know. Jerry's Crazy. lost in the sauce. <laughs> Jerry doesn't actually have a character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did college of. Oh, wait, 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 wait! I get hellish resistance. That's not. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's. For I'm a tiefling. Yeah, that's did for you take... tiefling. Do you have cutting? Do you have cutting wards? That's the That's one you're looking for. That's a lore thing. No. But eloquence also has something that does. Stuff. I have valor. Your oh, valor, okay. no. You do not have it. Valor can pump AC. Um, valor that has does... uses for their bardic inspiration. Yeah, that does not help me though. So we all took twenty-five. Everyone takes twenty-five points of fire damage. But the flavor, the flavor was good. Was the flavor was good. It erupts into a blinding light of flame. The entire room scattered in flames. Um, Can you Obadir, do the radius again? Obadir also, because he was over here by the flames, he's uh, on fire. He failed well, the saving throw. I do believe that crystal might also be on fire. It's not. It was on oh. the table. Was. Is. <laughs> it did not reach the table. Oh, it didn't? Sorry, your 20s covering the table on my screen. No. It's it's it barely hits the chair. Oh, no, I'm saying where it says 20 feet is covering where the table is. I can't see where yeah. the circle hits, but I I I know what you're talking about. What do you I, mean? Like you'd look at the line. Yeah, but on my screen where it said the number, it was covering the the table was here, wasn't it? The table's on the screen. Right here. This is the table. That's a chair. This table. Oh, I'm sorry, Michael. This, this is it. Michael. I'm this sorry. is a t this is a chair. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is I a table. You're right. I apologize. This is a bookshelf. That's a table. You're correct. <laughs> I understand. You're correct. You're right. You're right. I was not paying attention. I thought that was like a little end table. I apologize. No, no. I thought this was the bookshelf that had like collapsed near Obadiah. I apologize. Oh, this is not. Nah, nah, you're all good, Chief. But uh, that was my action surge, and I'm now in sixth gear, 
Yeah. Also a little toasty. Obadiah's going to roll a death saving throw. He can fail. Who cares? He succeeded, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. We might need to keep him alive, or else he wouldn't be alive for a reason. Um... And he might know where Roxanne is. Remember that. Uh, yeah, but he's also the one who did all this necromantic shit. On accident. I don't think anyone I intentionally wants to look like accident. that. Look at who this wants shit. to look like that? <laughs> I don't know. We don't know what kind of dark, twisted shit he's into. All right. Um, we're, we're back up at the top. It's technically Jerry's turn. Do it, Jerry. I believe in you. Does that does that hit the big bad? You can hit me. That's all right. Oh wait, I took half. You of took that. half of that. Yeah, it was like I took you half said of that, 25. and then I was like, "Wait a second, you're a bear." Yeah. Yeah. Let me. So half of twenty-five is twelve, right? We're doing the uh, lower yeah. or the higher. Sorry, he's chewing on his apple. Sorry, higher. What? So thirteen I... then. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. I meant lower. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Jerry. Lower. I'm at thirty-one. You're doing good. <laughs> Jerry is a very dark orange now. And he <laughs> he starts reverting back to normal Jerry form. He's been impeached a second time. <laughs> he said <laughs> oh, he just got indicted. <laughs> he said, Oh god. And he's gonna cast Pyrotechnics. Okay. He has to make you're picking good spells, Connor. Yeah. Right? I played a bard out. one time. Zit. Really, this you play a life. bard every time. Honestly, <laughs> just not, he just doesn't do bard spells. He just it's, doesn't pick the bard class. He just lives Sometimes it. <laughs> bard is a barbarian, though. Sometimes it's a... <laughs> Fighters. Sometimes yeah. Connor... It's flavor. He's always yeah. bard. Flavor. Make a constitution saving throw. All right. Dummy. Let me tell you, his wife could blow my flute. I rolled See, a I rolled a natural fifteen plus six. Silvery barbs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a thirteen plus six. No more silvery barbs for this guy. <laughs> And I'll, I'll butter, bardic inspire, the horse. <laughs> tombstone, you inspire tombstone. All right. May he gallop away. Who do you give the silvery barbs advantage to? The horse. <laughs> no, I give the silver. I give silvery barbs to Brandon. All right. Okay. You see this silver <laughs> ribbon float over to you? Uh, and I'm like, finally, about time. <laughs> I need advantage. Give me that. <laughs> you snatch it out of the air. <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm like, loading it in the crossbow. <laughs> Tombstone gets bardic inspiration, and you and you see Tombstone get it. Tombstone does not react at all. Absolute. <laughs> Dead to the world. Is my bardic inspiration gone? I don't know. I honestly don't know how it works. 
It oh, shouldn't uh, be. I think it. It lasts for ten minutes. Bit. I think. Yeah. Oh well, then I still have mine. Yeah. Righto. That's just a bonus action. Tybor. Tybor. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab that silver barb. I'm gonna I'm gonna slap it on the slap it and rub it on the crossbow <laughs> real quick. I'm gonna reach in the saddlebag again. I'm gonna grab that blindness bolt and we're gonna try this one more time. You some bitch. I'm gonna line up. I'm gonna try and put a shot between his eyes. Actually, maybe in one of his eyes. That might be good. Um, you know, because it's blindness. Um, so we'll go ahead and take our shot. Damn, so close to a crit. As a natural 19, so a 29 to hit. Oh, because of blindness. That's why you put it in his eye. That hit. That's the goal, anyway. That hit. Good. Alright, you son of a bitch. Um, K. And... You used the, use the blindness bolt, or you were just saying you are blinded by shooting? Yeah, yeah, we're going to use the blindness bolt. I'm going to roll the save. It's constitution. Fantastic. He succeeded. So. The darkness literally surrounded him, and you like it looks like it has no effect because normally it shrouds the entire creature, making like at least around their face. But this one, it just absorbed into him and had zero effect. Damn, he All ate right. it up. It's gonna be twenty-seven points of damage. Okay. Oh, um, and uh, oh. Well, I didn't use my bonus action to get steady aim, so I appreciate that. Um, I'll kind of do a little little hat tip over to uh to my friend Jerry. Um, he's finally decided to you know give me some of that sweet action. Um, I got some and, sweet uh, action. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I knew in my heart that that was going to happen. Um, all right. Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> seeing as how seeing as how old some bitch over here wanted wanted this so badly, I'm gonna come on over here uh with with the horse's movement. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take a swipe at him with my with my short sword as a bonus action. Okay. Um uh, Alright. It's a crit, but it's not off it's not on sneak attack, so it's not gonna do a whole lot. Um crit to crit. I mean crit's a crit, but Damn. All right. So, um, it's going to be, that's going to be, um, so that's 25 damage. Um, okay. On there. Cause there's not another target that I can whale of graves. Um, if I do it, then Obadir, the normal Obadir's dead. So, um, yeah, so we'll do the 25 damage uh, with the bonus attack. Um, and then I will, I'll go ahead and pivot. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand in that little spot um, that he, that he kind of wanted to get into. Um, I'm going to try and body block it a little bit. Okay. So he can't use that. Actually, is the floor like burnt? Is this all crispy? Yeah, uh, it's like all burned. Like the like the actual ruin got burned away by the fire. Like it's gone. Okay, he was trying to get okay. to it just Crisp. obliterated. Nice. Crisp. So looking at it, would I guess that that like probably wouldn't wouldn't work? Yeah. Oh yeah, his okay. plan is spoiled. He's back charged up because he can use his actions again. And uh, well, we don't yeah. write like that. And right. a actually, at the uh, is this the end of your turn? Or are you still um, going? I'm going to have the horse take the dodge action, um, and then uh, um, you got bardic inspiration. Don't forget. 
Um, no, I don't. Have, oh, the horse has bardic inspiration. I was like, I don't have bardic inspiration. Um, so, uh, Jerry, do you mind looking at looking at what the Valor Bard's bardic inspiration can be used for? Because I think it can increase armor class is one of the things. Um, but I don't really remember the other stuff it can do. You can add the number rolled to a weapon damage roll. Uh, when an attack roll is made against a creature, it can use its reaction to roll and add the number rolled to its AC. Okay. Nice. That's cool that you can add it to damage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame the horse has it, not me. Because um, I could have added that to my crit. All right. Um that will be it for me. I realize that I'm standing right next to him, and I don't really want to be doing that, but that's all right. Can the horse move away? He has disadvantage on attack. Oh, I can. Yeah, I can, but I just, I don't know. Part of me thinks that it might be better for him to have more targets so it's more spread out, but I, I'm not really sure. Um, I, it, I think it'll be, I, it'll be okay. Okay. With that, at the end of your turn, it's going to use a legendary uh, action. There it is. And it's going to... Okay, I I think I might have been wrong. And it's going to teleport. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still in the circle. Oh, gods! (laughs) There. Boom. 60 feet. And then it's going to freaking blast. Uh, it's going to blast Tybor with disadvantage. Yeah, uh, both both blasts. Just going for it. Alright. Roll the hit, so, you son of a bitch. Roll with disadvantage. Ooh. Yeah, I got my cloak of displacement. Uh, a 16 to hit on the first Oh, oh, oh 16 doesn't do it. Oh, no way. Right. No way. Oh, I, got a, I got a 17 armor class. You know, we're going to do better than that. The first blast just whizzes by you. You can't quite make contact with it. It blasts against the, the bookshelves, causing more books to scatter off into the distance. Uh, the other one misses, too. I rolled a two off the bat. Oh. Um, I like the sound of that. And, uh, yeah. So, Gear, it's your turn. Whoa. Dagnabbit. <laughs> What's the biggest weakness of playing a fighter barbarian? Uh, 41 distance. feet of distance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to. Where where exactly is uh, Obadir? Exactly on the map. He's under a bunch of bookshelves and he's on fire. Right, right, right over. So here. I can get to him, and so yeah, the way Gear is thinking, right? Uh, Obadir might have information on Roxanne. Like, in Gear's heart, he might know that Roxanne has passed, but he needs, well, he needs the confirmation, Dominic. So. He's he's gonna move to five 
10, 15, 20, 25 to Oberdale. And I would like to attempt a, I don't know how this works exactly, but, oh, no, fuck that. I got a, a greater healing potion. You can also just stabilize them. Yeah. Does that is that a roll or is that just an no, action? It's an action. Yeah, I'll just stabilize it. Yeah, you I'll just do I'll... you do lose your rage if you your turn ends and you haven't attacked or been attacked or been attacked. Um so your rage will end. Well, he can't make it to the guy anyway. Yeah. Why not? Well, yeah, I can't make it. Well, I can still make it a talk uh, if I wanted to. Oh, I guess you could throw like a javelin or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't have the relentless, uh, which is unfortunate. Mm. Oh, bother! You could you could attack Obadir. Yeah, you could kill him. Hear, hear me out. <laughs> uh, you can just like punch him. You don't have to like you don't have to like chop his head off. You could just like psh, psh. um you could punch yourself to stay in rage. Um Well, it the problem is I only have one action. Yes. Yeah. Well, no. So so hear me out hear me out now. We said it was a it's a bonus action to give someone a healing potion, correct? No. Uh, no, it's, it's an a, action. It's an action? Damn it. It's, it's a, a bonus action to drink one yourself. Yeah. That's you right. That's right. Yourself. It's an action to give one. Damn it. Yeah. I don't think there's any way out of this one, boys. Um, yeah. Technically, you can maintain your rage by throwing a javelin and leaving Obadir alone. Um. What's the distance? How far are you from him right now? You are sixty-five feet, so or seventy feet-ish. So you could you could basically still throw a javelin from here. Well, he did make us. Well, I don't know. He made his saving throw. That's the problem. I'm gonna stick with my character. I'm I'm gonna stabilize him. Yeah. All right. I will do. I Good will call. stay true to gear, and so... I'm gonna stabilize him. Yeah. And. Sixth gear will go down to fourth gear as I just power down. Uh, which is unfortunate. Well, I did take damage on my last turn, technically, from That's a fireball. Oh, every yeah. turn. It's, it's at the end of this turn if you don't do it. If anything. you have it taken or done. Yeah. Your last turn doesn't count. It's this turn that matters. Oh, I see. Okay. Yep. I lose it. I'm yeah. out. Yeah. And I don't have any other bonus action to give. So I will bonus action healing surge. Bam, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. And uh, you and I passed the turn. Yep. Okay. Obadir stabilized. Uh, back up, Jerry. Sorry, bites. I gotta stay true to the character. There's so a, good. There's a thought running in Jerry's mind right now. 
and that is, does he want to try and stop this being, or does he want to heal? Okay. Team, what do you think? Does he want to heal whom? Himself. Oh, is he not feeling good? He's not feeling good. Um, But in Jerry's mind, if he can just tackle this man to the ground. Because Jerry is gassed. Well. Um, you can do this I mean, in character. Yeah, you can you can do whatever you want. And you can when call I, it out, too. You can say... Yeah, call uh, it out. All right, I got this. I've only ever been winded like this one time. And that was Doink and his wife. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go stop this man. It's the last thing I do. Because that's what Jerry would do. Go for it. What would you like to do? So it's 30 feet. Right, uh-huh. that's my movement. Uh-huh. And then I want a bonus action dash, right? Uh, no, not as a bard. Oh, it's an action to a dash. It's an action to a dash. Well, then I'm healing myself, guys. That's great. There you go. Settled. Settled. Settled it out. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm below half, so my healing there is a go. bonus action. Mm-hmm. Righto, righto. Isn't this just wonderful? This is just wonderful. I'm going to need a bunch of these. <laughs> Give me a hot second, guys. Okay, that's a two. That's better. Just use your action to vicious mockery. And we'll just keep the doink in his wife. as <laughs> That was the vicious mockery. <laughs> Instant success. <laughs> okay. The monster has no concept of a wife, but he has a concept of point green. <laughs> he knows when he's been had. <laughs> Does he look bloodied at all? Oh yeah, he's 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 haggard for sure. <laughs> he may not know what a wife is, but he knows when he's been had. <laughs> he knows when he's been donkered. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm reading. Right. Go for it. So. Oh, I was going to use the last of my movement to move back uh, 15. I had uh, 15 more feet, so I was going to move back. I'm going to move a little closer to him. So I'm right here. Excellent. Welcome to the party. And I'm going to cast... Hmm. Mm Hmm. I'm going to cast Suggestion on it. (laughs) Okay. What do you want to suggest? I suggest he bring his ass over here. (laughs) (laughs) 
boy. <laughs> he said. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, come here. I'll give him the old. Uh, <laughs> the old get over here. <laughs> Don't even roll. Just do it. <laughs> what is this? Is this a wisdom, a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll roll. I got an 18. You're yeah, nothing but 18. a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just turns and said no. I give him the <laughs> <laughs> motion to small pee pee. Alright. I'm out. <laughs> uh Tybor, it's your turn. You right. see this interaction uh, take place. Yeah, um seeing all this happen, uh uh well number one I'm gonna be shocked. Uh that that telling him to come here, big boy. Tell I'm kinda <laughs> shocked that, that didn't work. Um but uh I'll I'll go ahead and uh I'm gonna I'm gonna ride over there full tilt and I'm gonna give him the business end of uh of my sharp sticks. Um right. and um I kinda just realized a second ago um that I've uh, you said he was a medium creature, so I've had advantage on all of my melee attacks. Hey, yeah. before you head over, yeah, could you take me with you? You want to ride? Could I ride? That'd be an action. Um, well, I was so, close okay, enough okay, where okay, I could okay. have hopped on his horse with the last of my movement. So you yeah, can you drag used people. Your action so you can people. drag people with, and it takes half your movement. Does that so? If I just grab him, can I like drag him behind the horse? Yeah, sure. Okay, you sold me. Um, you sold me. <laughs> I've been sold. Okay, so I'll just I'll just reach out a hand. I'll grab on and I'll say, "Yeah, yeah tombstone." You just um, hear the metal dragging across this wood. Just yeah, the so, old wrecking ball technique. Yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to use Tombstone's action to dash, so he has 200 oh, feet of movement. Okay. So we're going to whip up some speed here. Okay. He's still got Bardic. I'm going to... Oh, yeah, Tombstone's got Bardic. Um, don't know how I'm going to use it, but Tombstone's got it. Um, and so I'm going to whip some speed here, and I'm going to kind of go past him a little bit and try to try to like slide, a, slide old gear into him a little bit. Okay, I'm going to roll a dexterity save. This throw. thing's called the Wrecking Ball. Um, <laughs> like, do you ever watch Godzilla where he kicks the roll, armadillo? Roll a, a <laughs> D4, and the DC is going to be 10 plus whatever you roll on the D4 for this deck save. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Let me let me roll this real quick. Let me see. Right. Yeah, and Gears. Uh, it's you a ever two. seen that? Yeah. It's a two, so so the DC is a twelve. I rolled a natural nineteen. All right. Uh, he jump. He like gets clipped, and gear is just like slammed into the shins of this monster. Uh, you're going at two hundred. Well, it uses half your speed to drag somebody, so, and I uh, but I doubled my movement by dashing. Okay. The horse's okay. movement. The horse's movement. So I, I hauled ass. 
G, you take uh, 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, the monster takes seven. That's slam into his shins. Uh, as the collide occurs, and you're just like curled around him, just hit straight into him. Uh, and he does not move at all. And, uh, yeah, just the force of impact. It's just metal into man, essentially just unmoving, unwavering. You hear the thud and a deafening silence across the room, only broken by hearing Obadir just, oh, Oh, my wife. Um, So from behind him, um, the a shadowy figure in a large, cool hat, with two swords drawn, and I will go ahead and strike at him. Okay. All right, let's do this shit. Go for it. Come on, baby. Damn it. All right, 27. That hits. Why'd you say damn it? Because I can't oh. get my crit. I keep trying. Don't know where it's at. Hey, right. you're a critical success in my book. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, I critted uh, this man's wife. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, Connor. (laughs) Okay. Um, You got the right of her life. (laughs) Nope, you you broke it. That was less than a minute. (laughs) Too much, too much. Easy. I'm not going to live much longer. All right, that was uh, 21 damage on the first hit. Okay. Um, and I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and swing again. Yep. For the second one. Yep. Um, that is ooh, that is not good. 14 to hit. That does not hit. Yep, I kind of figured. All right, that is uh, that's going to be. Um, I think that's it for me. Um, I think I could take the hide action. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's going to do it all good, but let's see. Dash, disengage, or hide. Um, yeah, I could take the hide action. Hide the disengage ain't going to be too bad. I thought yeah. you already... Are you, what I are did. You I was talking to... about mine, because I have cunning action. Um, oh, yeah. You know, for the rogue's action, but or for the rogue's bonus action, but yeah. I, it is mostly a joke. Um all right, that is gonna do it for me. All right, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn. I'm just, I'm gonna blast the. He watched. Um, gear drop out of six gear and Tyvor just came and slashed out so he's gonna uh you see the two forms of energy go from two of these spheres and they warp out and now they elongate and they become also two short swords mimicking mm. Tybor and he's going to strike at Tybor. Do I and I have disadvantage. Oh Fucking yeah coward really wish you had given me Bardic inspiration right now. <laughs> All right. Did you come pleasure your wife? I got a eighteen, a ten plus eight on the first hit. 
that, that'll hit. <laughs> oh, okay. boy. All right. And you take... Nineteen points of force damage. I'm gonna uncanny dodge that, <laughs> so that I take half of that damage because I do not want to take that much. Okay. So I'm gonna try and like slip and kind of like kind of bob half of it. Okay. Yep. You slip as it goes across. Right. It it literally is like a thrust at your throw and as you do you oh, duck out of the way and it catches you just under uh in between your ribs and slices in and just digs Oof. in deep um and with the, it pulls out and with its backhand comes around to slice down towards your uh going for your femoral artery uh oh, on shit. your leg as you're up on your horse and he goes to try and slash there he strikes i rolled a 17 plus 8 to hit because you're out of your cloak. Um, Wait, what? Do I still have disadvantage after yeah, I hit still you? Got disadvantage. Yeah, oh, it's really? cloak of displacement, so it's permanent disadvantage. My bad. I was thinking of the no, displacer beast. Let oh, the no, horse do something. All right, my second roll was a natural nineteen, so you still. Uh, yeah, that'll that'll hit. There's there's not a whole yeah. shitload I can do about that. Uh, yeah, um. the <laughs> second one hits in this force damage of just pure arcane energy series three you take 13 points of damage all right um, as it digs into you and he's going to walk you were you were right when it takes damage if you take no damage, you're, yeah you're right oh, sorry i was uh, pulling it up if you take the if you take damage it loses the property until the start of your next turn yeah you're I, right okay i you're, am a dm yeah seriously that's great you're I, a I apologize yeah, okay. I apologize. I thought it was just permanent. Okay, Dude, so let 13 the rogue damage. Do rogue shit. I did. I let him throw a robot into the bed. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We've been doing. I a would lot say Tombstone did that. <laughs> okay, so you said 13 damage. Yep, 13 damage. Four oh damage. boy, we are not doing hot. All right. Uh, with still, the, up, the still up. Still end up. End of his turn. Gear. What would you like to do? Hit him. Gear. Now, Tybor and Gear, their relationship has grown much in such a short span of time. And after being dragged across this arena and wrecking balled into this monstrosity and seeing Tybor just slash and gash and then also get stabbed and sliced by it, he see they meet eyes, right? No longer are they bonded. Not by brother-in-laws, but by blood. True brothers they are, machine and flesh. They are one and the same. It's beautiful. And he stands up, and he goes, gear four, gear five, gear six. Fuck that. There's one thing you didn't account for, you damn abomination. And that's the power a family. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh my God. You have an advantage from flanking. <laughs> yeah. You do not have an advantage from that You're fucking Vin Diesel us. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Oh my God. 
That's an 18 to hit. It is. Yeah. In the second attack. <laughs> You're not gonna fucking believe this, but that's a natural 20 in my no! Dude. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that means because you crit, that means you can attack on the bonus action, too. Yep. Great weapon, master. Right, we attack the bonus so, master. Uh, that's you. another 23 right there. How, how, how do you want to do this? You know yeah. what? You know what, DM? I I pass it to you. Okay. You rise up with your glaive. And you just, in your mind, you're like, this thing keeps pulling itself back together. So with all the strength you have remaining in you after coming out of gear six, you just, you feel it surge through you. And the alarm bells are still going off overheating. You feel yourself pop a gasket and you <laughs> slice an arm off. You slice the other arm off and you eventually just go for the head. Third strike, pummel up with the with the uh, blunt end of the glaive, causing its chin to strike up in the air, emotionless, as it does so, taking all of these blows, and you slice clean through, and the head comes off. The monster, torn apart into pieces, unable to mend itself back together, crumples to the ground, dissolving. You see the tendrils detach, and you see Obadir is freed from this um, entity. Uh, as you see all the strings break and detach from Obadir, and his hands turn back to normal. Um, Once again, the power of family. Cannot be overcome. So mad. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> um, and Obadir awakens. You hear him start to get up past the books. Um, and his eyes no longer clouded and milky. Uh, starts to approach you all. As he approaches, Gear like kind of stumbles back and looks at him. And he goes, Say it. Say the contract's complete. Say it. Obadir looks at you and he goes, oh, your contract is complete. His voice altered now that he is out of this catatonic state, no longer bound by this entity. It is full. It booms louder than it did before, no longer shaking his hands firm and steady. You see he is not no longer wrinkled um, as much, still very old, still not the man that... Um, can satisfy his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Still not the man that Jerry met at the bar. Um, You're right. I'm the man his wife wanted. <laughs> and you see his beard is no longer white. You see it has come back into a full red complexion and restored its vigor. And he goes, I'll excuse your contract is complete. You have freed me from this bound entity. But he will be back. For when I came back from the dead on my last venture for a magical artifact, it bound itself to me and forced me to bring it into lyn lynchdom. It became a lich. It 
bound itself to multiple artifacts and spread them across. The ring was one. The ring was the one bound to me. And now he will return unless the rest of those are broken. And he has been taking souls across. And he starts and he pulls away uh, over at his, his work desk. And you see up there on there and he points out to all of these pages of notes um, uh, and diagrams. And he goes, he's taken many people. And he points at the stairwell and he goes, they're down there, lost. These people have lost their souls to this lich. And he then sinks himself into his chair. Obadiah, I'm quite sorry about this curse that has afflicted you, but I must ask, do you know of this daemon named, named Lowry, and do you know of a woman, an artificer? The greatest in this region, as far as I've known. Anything about her? I know nothing of uh, your loved one. Uh, in, in my state, I was never involved in, in gathering the bodies, gathering the souls. I just not my job. I made the potion. Uh, the rest he could do on his own. Larry's his his own pet, his own servant from whatever realm he came from when I came back from the dead and he lashed himself to me. Larry is what gathers his souls. It's his pet. It consumes them. A soul eater of sorts. It can consume the body and hold them in its own cage within its body and then dispense them out uh, wherever this entity needed him. Why, so... If he absorbs the body and the soul, that means they haven't quite passed yet. Well, once they got back to him, they very well might have. None of the people that ever came into contact with the Lich technically passed. They have been trapped, souls trapped within artifacts. So it's possible then that maybe one of his victims might still be able to be rescued, if you if you like. Hmm. Rescued would be one word for it. Put at peace would be another word for it. Souls will not go back to these decrepit bodies. So. Right. Right. I look at Tybor. And um, though my yeah. face doesn't show emotion like a human would, I... I would hope that my, my body language would show despair and loss. Now, okay. I did not, I could not tell you if your loved one was gotten, but if you go down those stairs, you can look through the bodies and see if one is your loved one. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll nod and I'll I'll dismount and I'll 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 head down there. Jari, you I think you owe Obadir an apology while we 
We have business to attend to, we do. No, let's go down the stairs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone's here. Bam. I put everyone up here. Uh, Obadir doesn't come. He's resting. Uh, you find litter. Many of them are skeletons at this point over years of decay and obviously a, a increased rate of decay due to the lich, lich's spell as well as the lich potion that is involved in trapping the soul called lich knee. Um, but you do find very quickly the body of uh, your sister, Tybor, and uh, wife. Um, she is aged well beyond what her years properly were. Uh, her eyes don't have any color left within them. Uh, the rigor mortis has set in. Her muscles have atrophied. She is uh, skin on bones of what she once was, uh, laying uh, against one of the bookshelves in this room among a body of 30 or more corpses. Um, on seeing this, uh, Tybor will just, uh, he'll just start to cry. Um, kind of stifles it at first and kind of tries to kind of hide his tears a little bit beneath his giant cool hat. Um, but he, he does let the tears just start to kind of fall. Um, kind of do it. Uh, just didn't, just didn't want to believe it. Gear will go over to the body and caress it gently. And though no tears fall, his body shudders like he is sobbing as he holds her gingerly and mourns her loss. And like Tybor, he knows there wasn't much hope for her survival, but he still hung on to that little bit of hope. But he just mourns her and grieves her in silence. As you do, you uh, as you feel her, you hear a uh, metal jingle inside her dress pocket that's still on her body. And there's a key shaped to fit perfectly in uh, over where your heart would be for gear. Gear gingerly picks it up and looks at it. And just instinctively, he just like looks over and he, he places it and then kind of presses it and twists it and it kind of slots in, kind of flush. Mm -hmm. With his with his uh, chest piece, you see it pop open and it presses open a, a chamber of your chest where your heart would be, and there stands a beating heart, your heart, as a man, and it stands there, the last part of you that's truly human, uh, left over residually. Uh, you are not just a machine, as you once thought you were. Um, 
and inside the door is a note and in the letter in your wife's handwriting um, it says what was your name before you died I assume your name was not gear no it was uh Dryson Dryson says dear Dryson my husband I loved you dearly I gave you all that I could give you when our times were at our lowest. The end was never meant for you in these dark times that are coming. I pray that you protect my brother. I fear my end is near. Protect my brother. Protect yourself. And love all that you come across. The same that you loved me. And the love that you had for our horses, you treat them with the same kindness and respect that you've shown all creatures across your life. And never forget that there will always be a piece of you that is yours forever. And the part of you that I love the most, your heart. May you find peace and knowing that I am not sad at the loss of my own life. Knowing that you will live on for my family and for each other. Signed by your wife. I take the piece of paper and I hold it close. And I stand up, strong, back straight. And I turn to Tybor. And I embrace him as a brother. Just hold him close as his tears fall. And then I hold him by the shoulders. And I just look him square in the eye. I say, Tybor, she saved my life. And in doing so, saved yours. Our journey is not over yet. We gotta find this lick. And we gotta put him in the ground. He took from us something precious. And we cannot allow him to take that from others. Are you with me? <sighs> kind of shuddering. Still, still have tears falling down, eyes red. Tybor will kind of <clears throat> clear his throat a little bit. and Yeah, Gear. I'm with you. You're the only family I got left now. Let's not squander it. Couldn't have said it better myself. I turned um, to I turned to Jerry. So Jerry... We're going to go hunt a lick. Are you in? As you turn over to Jerry, you see he's looting the corpses. That was <laughs> 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 not not so pretty. <laughs> Jerry! Hey! Oi! 
He does like that golem look like. <laughs> give me give me give me the golem look one more time. I didn't catch it the first time. <laughs> Oi, uh Look, we're grieving over here, but we're going hunting. You uh you you win. Oh. Yeah, I'm fucking broke. Normally, I don't defile corpses like this. <laughs> and with that, I think we'll end the story here. Uh, we can continue with these characters as well, if you guys want to, on this journey. Or I was going to say, if, here. if gear turns back around, uh, Tybor is ritually casting Detect Magic. Uh, he's still sad. But <laughs> he is gonna spread out some tea leaves and light a candle and just kind of just kind of see what else is in the room. I would like to run back upstairs real quick. Okay. Um. Yeah, that was that was awesome. That was a great emotional end, James. Bro, that was so good. That was so good. And dude, excellent, excellent storytelling. Holy shit, dude! I hope the boss was good. God damn, dude. Yeah. The boss is cracking me up. The boss did not give a shit. Dude, I loved the uh, the emotionless connection, like the walk, where he's like, it's like he doesn't care. It's like he's not threatened. Yeah. The only time I thought he might feel a little threatened was when he teleported away, where he was like, yeah. uh-oh. He was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> just, I needed just a break, because I wanted the combat to last a little longer. Like, yeah. Uh, Sixty and feet then, far enough to do it, dude. So do it. Get away from the barbarian. <laughs> but yeah, like, cause, but it is the thing of like, because uh, I was looking it up. Where I looked up a bunch of stuff on Lich. It really is called Lichney. That's the potion. Um, and it's made. It's so expensive to make. Like, um, and so, but the idea of like many, it is a real thing that liches do. They'll make multiple phylacteries mm-hmm. and just spread them, dude, like that's so randomly. Cool. That's so so cool. he doesn't care, and the thing is, he's not human. He's literally just a dark entity. Yeah, no, I totally got that. Where he's yeah. like, it's almost the inhuman, or inhuman or unhuman, like uh, nature yeah. of it. Like you, I don't know you portrayed that very well. I was, yeah. I was going for big alien vibes from yeah, because I just watched the alien movie. Yeah, dude, nice. So. So just kind of out of curiosity, so one of the things that one of the things that um, that Obadir said was that um, the ring was a phylactery and it was broken, but he thinks mm-hmm. that this thing will be back. Um, did he mean like back for him, or did he mean like back just to this plane in general? You don't know. Okay. See, I took it as like kind of like Voldemort. Okay. Is where he has like multiple yeah. sources that he can like reincarnate yeah. from or yeah. uh, emerge from. That's how I. T- that's how. Yeah. At least Gear was interpreting it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was. I I agree, and, and that was kind of how I took it at first. And then I was like, "Hang on, is that how I understood it, or no?" Um, yeah, I think Tybor would want to clarify that with him um, because if he's like, "Oh no, he's going to come back here for me," then I think Tybor would probably kill Obadir. Um, as a, like, well, he's not coming back here. I know you are kind of responsible for, like, making yeah. the plants grow here, but uh, fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyway.
anyway. But so what it so yeah. what did you go up for, Jerry? I wanted to go up, and I I wanted to apologize. Okay. <gasps> and wow. I go over there. I'm sorry for being so great. Sorry, your wife had such a good time. <laughs> the best two minutes of her life. I, I say, I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart that you can't pleasure your wife no more. <laughs> <laughs> and I cast vicious mockery at the third level. Okay. God damn. Trip. I don't know that he, that one scales up, but he fails. <laughs> Should. It does. It says at higher <laughs> levels, the spell's damage increases by oh, one. Oh, damn. Before. All right. <laughs> okay, roll damage. You're going to kill him by doing that. That's I got two. I got a one and a one. Okay, yeah, he dies. What? He was, he was only stable on HP. Yeah. Oh, that's dead. true. That's true. He, he goes back down. Uh... Guys, something happened. He died. Do you want to make sure he's dead? You can, like, hit him or something. Yeah, you can just, like, stab him. Yeah, you want to stab him? I'm going to try and carry his body to the stairs. Oh, you're going to drop him on the damn stairs. Um, yeah. Yeah, walk him over to the stairs. I think that this is where I think Brandon needs to tap out for the evening. Yeah. <laughs> well, He's, not here. He's not breathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, the body tumbles down the stairs. Obadir's dead with a broken neck. And that is the end of Obadir's Ring. That's the end of the quest. They found the lost loved one, got conclusion to that, got to kind of see what was going on. A dark entity was destroyed, or, or at least uh, defeated for now. And Jerry got his revenge on Obadir and got his conclusion and, and got to fulfill everything he wanted to do. So an abrupt ending to... The quest with the killing of Obadir, but really that's that was the conclusion. With that, thank you all for listening to the podcast and finishing out with us and finishing this story with us. So I appreciate you all listening.